All right, it's fight night here at FBF. CTA, welcome back. Mo Khan along with Piggy Magnets. Wow, Mo. wow. And Eagle Dakala. How is it fight night exactly? We'll get to that. Nice little tease. Nice little tease. Uh, welcome to CTA. Uh, Peasy's still in the, the lovely state of Hawaii. He's back next week. His body clock might be six hours behind the show's actual time. Yeah. Five Apparently, he, uh, he added to the script. If you saw. Oh, wow. Look, he's doing some work. Yeah. Man, do we miss peas. And that's the end of the pea segment. Then we'll wrap up PZ segment here. Um, let's dive into it as we uh, like to do so. With some news and notes before we get to the uh, big uh, situation that happened in Div 3 earlier this week. Um, a reminder again, playoff eligibility. We cannot stress how important is is it for your captains and even for you players to look at your team page on the FPF website to make sure you have at least five games to be playoff eligible. We run into this situation and this exercise every week 10, week 11, week 12, and the complaints are flooded into the FPF inbox that, hey, my guy played, he or she, or she played, or he played uh, this week, that week, and, and then becomes like, well, is it true, yes or not? And we do a whole thorough investigation. So please check it out now. So if there is an issue... We can get this corrected, and we can all be happy going towards the playoffs at the end of March. We're yeah. going to be very strict this time around. I know a lot of teams wait to the last minute. We actually officially have a rule that says we won't update games more than seven days in the past. And every now and then, a team's like, oh, please, we missed it, whatever, this and that. We're like, okay, sometimes it's a fault of ours because there's duplicate profiles, so we, like, fix it or stuff like that or whatever. Sometimes there's a jersey violation that shouldn't have been, and we can go back to, like, picture week to be like, yes, actually, you did have it, our bad. But most of the time, you're fucked. So you're make sure it's correct. You're bleeped. You're bleeped. You're bleeped. No, they're fucked. Bleep them out. Bleep them out. Um, we need a bleep. Uh, we have it. We have sound, that. Sound. But Why? Bleep. We, ha- we have that, though, don't we? No. Yeah, it's, it's 2023. I can say what I want. Yeah, it's true. Man, do we miss peas? All right. Uh, <laughs> spring, <laughs> spring season start date. Uh, again, reminder, uh, we're getting closer and closer. Do we have a date yet for the uh, opening of spring season for registration in the Eagle yet? Or are we still uh, I believe April 3rd, 3rd. is the date that April I've been 3rd. given. Yep. Now, whether or not that's an actual date, because I have less than 48 hours to process ratings, we will see. But that's the aspirational date. Yeah. And then spring season itself will kick off on May 7th so and two finish weeks after around the August show. 6th. Yeah, so two weeks after the roadshow. Uh, man, do we miss peace? Uh, so it's, uh, that's it for now. As for sites, that will be determined. A reminder for those who are kind of hesitant about, well, what happens during the long weekend? Well, we're not playing uh, the St. Jean and Canada long weekends. We're off for those Sundays. Um, so please take that into consideration for your teams that may be on the fence because of the long weekends as well. So there you go. May 7th will be the kickoff of the spring season. And April April third target is for the opening of you to sign up for how many divisions we're we gonna have? Ten. Five men's, two women, three co eds. So div yep. eight is E. Yep. And yep. then the co eds and okay, cool. Fair enough. Three co eds and two women. Two women. That's amazing. Great, great stuff to hear. Okay, let's dive into it. Uh, into the stake of the week, uh div three, infantry's blues clues. Um a lot happened in that game. Well more at the end of the game, where we had a all out slobber knocker with a few of the Players to meet side of Blues Clues and Infantry. By the way, Blues Clues won that football game. Everyone forgot about that. Oh, right. Yeah, there was a football there was game a football that, game that, that was happened played. That was played in, in a brawl. But um, so now, look, we want to emphasize this to everyone out there. 
this league prides itself of being one of the very few rec leagues that does not have bull crap that happens every single week. Yes, there will always be uh, sure, arguments bang, with yeah. players and referees and players within each other. But one thing that we do definitely pride on is the fact that we very rarely have full-out brawls. You might have a couple pushes and shots, but that's about it. This was an ugly event on Monday night at Hebert between Blues Clues and Infantry, which resulted uh, in some awful moments. Uh, it, it, was, it was filmed, and it was sent to the D.C. that have made their assessment. They should be, by the time this is produced and released, by then, then we should know how many games the players involved were suspended, which we cannot reveal yet of who was involved. But Iggy, it was a black eye, literally black eye, for everyone involved with those two teams and the players who got to the tete-a-tete. What's, what's a DC for those who disciplinary don't know? Committee. The disciplinary committee, so which is mean? an objective board of both players and officials that assess any types of punishment that is required towards community members who act outside of the FPF code of conduct. Who act up. Act up like babies. Why is Mo so slow? He's yeah, like laggy. I am, I am chopping. It's eh? very laggy. I hope this doesn't come out on the uh, yeah, on, on, on the terrible. show. I, Sometimes I on the on YouTube, like our our podcast just cuts off for like three seconds. Yeah. So anyway, look, it, it, it's a bad look, Iggy. Um, yeah. Everyone involved, and it, it's an embarrassing thing, and it's unfortunate it happened, but a lesson will be given to these two the players involved from the two teams, and it's unfortunate. But it might ruin their seasons, whatever's left of it in the regular season, and, and yeah. however far they might go in the playoffs. Yeah, we had a actually this season as well. We not to the extent I think uh, of what 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 went down on Monday night, but uh, practice squad versus Tokyo Sandblasters had a had an incident as well that got reprimanded in uh, two week one week suspensions. Uh, but notably, this one reminds me of last year's Glory Boys versus Stormers. And in a prior uh, punishment and history of punishment, those two teams who were locks for the playoffs uh, were banned for the rest of the season, playoffs included. So that could be what, what's on the horizon for uh, the players involved on uh, Blues, Clues, and Infantry. And, and, if, and if that's the case... Their their season, if not the whole team, the the players direct that were directly involved, uh, could be end of season for yeah, them. A rush of blood led to misjudgment for these, some of these guys involved, and that brings up to the question of Blues Clues and Infantry and what happens to their seasons. You talk about where their position right now eggs. Uh, right now, for Blues Clues, they're in first place at six and two in Group E, and for Infantry. Uh, they're trucking along right now in their division as they're trying to find the exact record for this team here. I was like, uh, four and three, four and three currently, yeah. but they were going into the game four and two. Right? Exactly. So they're four and three, and essentially they won't win the division now by virtue of them having the tiebreaker in favor of Blues Clues. Yep. So how much does this impact their seasons, their campaigns? Because Blues Clues was probably in that conversation of perhaps being a favorite to win. Yeah. Three. Like, I. At the beginning of the season, you know, not a lot of people put much stock into Blue's Clues, which I think was unfair. The The roster was loaded, right? You had AJ coming off uh, a fall cup season where he was just getting better and better every week at the quarterback position. And give any quarterback the weapons of Tam Villadet, Isaiah Lard, Nick Gomez Rizzo, 
Uh, he, they have Xavier Couture, one of uh, the younger scorekeepers in FPF, uh, playing on the team. His talent was on full display uh, as as a depth receiver. Fritz Fitzgerald Senatus of Diamond Bougie. His team was stacked, and they started off a bit slow, but I think rattled off like five or six wins in a row. They were they were icing teams out, blowing them out uh, by eighteen points week in week out. This this was a team to be feared with, and now. Looks like they're going to be a team that's not going to be left with much. Uh, now they're praying the for damage limitations at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, of what could be left over for the rosters, and and it, it brings it brings up the question now for for Blues for infantry in particular because this is a team that is chasing uh, Blues Clues for yeah. first place. Blues Clues will have Mongoose, which is not an easy homework assignment for them, and Levesh Full, who are fighting for the playoff spots. Um, could Blues Clues? get to seven wins and be at minimum seven and three if that's a realistic target for now moving forward. They could. The Leverschol have, have had a very up and down, more down than up kind of season. Uh, Mongoose has, since there's uh, fall championship, uh, fall uh, winter championship last year in 4A, I want to say, um, could have been 4B, but I believe it was a 4A championship. Uh, they haven't lost a step in their in their play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so already, Blues Clues versus Mongoose on a even playing field would have been one of those games that you want to go see at Laval uh, on Wednesday night. Now becomes a much heavily favored Mongoose and a much tougher challenge for Blues yeah, Clues. Yeah, infantry too. They got Arush coming up Monday night at Heber. And uh, you wonder how they can replace that production that they will lose. As well, it, it, it's not going to be easy for them. I, I thought both teams, in, including infantry, it was a great game mm-hmm. in terms of the style that was employed by both teams. Isaiah Lard was taking away passing lanes from Corey Woloski as a press rusher. AJ Gomes didn't have his sterling effort in terms of the passing because, you know, infantry had the defensive matchup well with them, and this would have been a great rematch in the playoffs had they met up. Mm-hmm. And and now we may not have that uh, moving forward here. But it brings up the next question here about Division B, uh, Group B in this division here. Eggs. Can I can I pause for yes, just go a second? For it. Yes. If you had your way with the DC, and obviously none of us are actually in the DC no, right now, no. do you feel either of these teams deserves to continue playing the rest of the season? No. That's yeah. And, no, and and not even just I. I wasn't there. You you were there as a scorekeeper. Yeah. Uh, you 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 know you had the eyewitness and, and like maybe it's more vivid in your mind, but for me, regardless of that, the history says. The teams get suspended for the rest of the year. That we had the almost exact situation, at least from accounts versions that that were you know at least made way into my ears. This sounds like Glory Boys versus Stormers of last year. What's brutal now is that both teams have so little games to get. You know that replacement Joe Schmo can't come in and be that playoff replacement now. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't done. It wasn't week three where you, okay, right. you about now you got to figure out, okay, well. And two games left, yeah. Two games, two, three, two, games, three games, whatever it is. They so. might not have games left at all. We might just cancel their team for the rest of the season. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And this, rightfully so, honestly. Like, Absolutely. again, I have no stake on this, but don't be dicks is the golden rule in our league. And you were dicks. So, bye. Major gas baggers, that's for sure, though. Mad do we miss peas? Um, so, look, Group B. In, uh, in this division here has been mammoth. You talk about all five teams could very well be above 500, 500 mm-hmm. or better, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my money that one of these teams will be in the finals. Yes, I, I wow, I highly... The, two, 
two of these teams could meet in the finals. Yeah, just to make sure people who are not watching, Silent Ticklers, Preach, Junkyard Dogs, Greendale Human Beings, and KGB Raw. Yeah, look, KGB Raw on the lower end of the scale uh, at 3-3. Three and three. Not a bad team. Like, they, they've been very competitive in their games. Uh, and, and they're the, the fifth of uh, five teams, right? Uh, look, uh, the finals could involve Silent Ticklers versus Preach. Could, could be Silent Tigglers versus Junkyard Dogs. They they had an impressive game, Junkyards did, against Blackouts. They uh, It was a back-and-forth offensive firework kind of game. They know how to put up the points. They That could carry them all the way to the finals. It could be a Greendale Human Beings Preach final. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I think you're right. At least one team from Group E is going to make it to the finals. But then on the flip side, I think one of these teams will be bounced out early in the playoffs. Sure. But I'm, I mean, saying, but I'm, I'm not but saying KHP Raw, but I'm saying one no, no, no. of these more established, better win-loss. Oh, okay. Teams. I see what you're saying because I'm like, well, that's true of any group. Mo. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, no, but I'm saying that, you know, a preach or junkyard dogs. Right, or, like a heavy favorite. Yeah, I think they can bounce out, right? As, as tough as this division is, it's sort of that, you know, that give and take that the, the law of averages will even out and that one of these teams will lose in the first round. I mean, they're not playing each other, right? It's not a cannibalism in, like, group. Uh, like, the first seed is playing the fifth seed and all within group yeah. B. It's 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 literally gonna be one through um in in group in Div C it's uh one of twenty four right and and even one of eight get a buy so a lot of these teams actually might might get buys um and then what let's say there's a a ten seed and a thirteen seed they're they're not meeting till like the second round of the playoffs right so yeah at minimum so unless they get like just a, a bad matchup. You'd have to look at a team like Blackouts, who is two, three, and one right now, uh, pulling off an upset that 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 wouldn't be the upset of the century, but just an upset in terms of the lower seed beating out the higher seed. Yeah, and I think top to bottom, that's the best division because every other division, the division leader has a two game lead, if not more. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this division, yes, Santikos have a, a four point lead on Preach, but Preach and any other division will be first place. Right. Right. Yes. Junkyard yeah. Dogs, any any other division will be. At least second, if not first. Yep. So the quality's there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you have to pick one team, who is it then? Silent Ticklers have just been on another level. Uh, 8-0, and just 200. Again, them, them two, like Junkyard Dogs, are a team that can just outscore their problems. Uh, all all of the teams, though, look at that defense. 208, 203, 206, 204. They're all letting just a little more over 200 points. So the defenses are strong. What, what really is going to make the difference here is the attack. Uh, and whether it's Preach at 297 who have the most right now or Silent Ticklers, uh, I think Silent Ticklers went up head-to-head against Preach and, and came away victorious, obviously still undefeated. Well, they, they didn't know, yes. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but just in case they didn't yeah, play yeah. each other, but yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure they did. Uh, and uh, Silent Ticklers came out on top. So right now I had, I'd have to say ST. Yeah, Ticklers won by 10 over Preach. I'm, I'm taking, tic- I'm taking uh, Preach to be my team to make it through. Yeah. I think their history of, of championship runs that they've had under previous names, Outlaws and others included, yep. um, makes a big difference for them. Um, I look at Harold Prasad. He's a big-time quarterback, right? I mean, he's not the most sexiest quarterback. Uh, doesn't have the most seductive throws out there, but he does the job, and he gets the job done. So with the way that they've been playing well, Les Malheurs and Stokes to finish off the year, I firmly believe that they can definitely make a run. And if they can get eight wins... Yeah, give me this team here because their defense is really fun to watch as well moving forward. Um, so you look at Ma- Mongoose and you look at uh, that's what she's that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she, 
Because you know you <laughs> highlight a hole, like you highlight the names here. What's wrong with you, Iggy? I highlight things when I. Uh, yeah, when I was like, what the hell's going on over here? <laughs> but uh, you That's said what she that, holds. <laughs> you you said that so awkwardly. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> the question. I was you like, what you the said it like the most Mike, unlike Michael Scott, like version of it. Oh, my <laughs> God. So th- for those who know, it's more Ron Burgundy style. Yeah. Just reading the <laughs> teleprompter. <laughs> For those who don't know, don't know, we use Google Docs for our things. So you can edit it live. And Iggy start to highlight it. I'm like, what the hell is what she can hold? Anyway. Hey. So, what, hey, we'll call it what she can hold now. So what can she hold now? They're 6-2. They lost to Mongoose earlier this year who are 5-1-1. One, one. So it's a one-point gap. Mongoose holds the hammer with a game in hand here. So they can catch them, surpass them if they win the full allotment of games here. Could Mongoose jump? That's what she said for the number one spot in Group C. So let's take a look at that's what she said schedule. That's what she holds. They are playing Jif and Mangoose to wrap up the season. Mangoose is tricky. That is a tricky game for me. Yeah. And so is, you know what? So is Gif. I saw them last night. They are, man, they talk a lot and <laughs> they got OC'd for it. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, but uh, they're, they're a tough out. That's not an easy out. Containing Ben McMahon, uh, the athletes of Owen Bujarski, um, Kevin Donnett. Man, the, the, the list just goes uh, on and on. But GIF can get first place if they went out and the top two teams, Mongoose, and that's what she said, it's, both lose out. It's definitely possible. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility, even like on, on not just in terms of the points, but in terms of on the product on the football field. Yeah. And then it's if we take a look possible. at Mongoose themselves, yeah. they have three games left. They're playing Blues, Blues Clues. Blues. Who knows what that's going to yeah, end up be a looking very, like. very um, deprived team. Backyard bullies and never overtime. Yeah, they're gonna that, run. Through that them. looks like three and zero. They're gonna be three and zero. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let's put them at eight one and one. So that means they win the division. I'm gonna do a thought experiment here. Let's assume for a second that Blues Clues may not have the rest of their games. They are playing LVF as one of the other games. So this might be a redirect for one of the things where they reschedule it. For example, Mongoose LVF. Does that change Mongoose winning in your minds? No, I, I think LVF's. Defense can play with Mongoose, but their office cannot yep. keep up with Mongoose. Correct. Okay. So, uh, Mongoose, congratulations. You win Group C. Yep. All right. Okay. Oh. That's that's what uh, it is for, for uh, Mongoose. Give them the division caps right now. Man, do I miss peas. I love it. Uh, on to 5B. Uh, going to the final three games, Primal or Green Monster, who has the edge to win this division in 5B? Um. Green, uh, so I just played Green Monster on uh, on Monday night. That is a great defense. They struggle on offense, sure, but the defense. I, I've I've never, <laughs> you know, the game of flag football is an offensive game, and the games like the proverbial uh, defense wins championships. Yeah, this is what Green Monsters all about, and and like super tight nineteen to eighteen game uh, victory over them, but. Holy, what what a what a lower, like, Mo. I I played a lot of defenses this past week, including KGP and Division Two. Yeah, I don't know if it was maybe the offense I had in Five B. I don't think so, but that was the best defense I played this week. Was a Five B Green Monster defense. Uh, I'm trying to just do a quick counter. I think Green Monster has not given up more than 22 points in the game this year, or 21 points in the game this year. That's that's that. Is winning football. That's right? what we call Baltimore Ravens 2001 football right there. Th- that that no, can... 25 against Bulldogs. Oh, I apologize. 25. So they have to get more than 26 in a game, right? So it's it's crazy. Yeah. 
That's really good defense. That that is a recipe for for winning. Could that be the greatest defense ever in FPF history? That goes to Bud Knights, uh, twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah. Uh, Bud Knights. Where's Simon? Bud Knights. Bud Knights. The oh yeah, it was Simon. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bud Knights. The the best defense in FPF history. history. Um, yeah, so um, so they their defense can lead them to a lot of victories here down the road. Uh, the other team, Primal. Primal's the opposite. Uh, full of explosive uh, firepower on offense, uh, led by the wizard, Medric Lozon. Uh, you know what he looks like, right? He yeah, he's a great guy. Like, Medric, yeah, nice guy. Yeah, super nice guy. Uh, but he's, he's the wizard, although the ball's upside down in their team photo. Um, they lost to, uh, Primal lost to Green Monster by two, by the way. And what was the score? Twenty eighteen. Twenty to eighteen. You see, like I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm, I'm really not surprised. It's so if they met in the playoffs, and that's a different animal, right? Different beasts. Playoff football is a lot different than regular season football in FPF. And also, uh, tell me, I believe they. Where was that game played? Uh, I believe it was. Hold on, was it a bear? I think it was at Lachine. I'm just Which the dome or Lachine, Maine? Although they're uh, rough. No, I, I, I apologize. Hey, bear won. Oh, at a bear. Yeah. I'm, that that surprises me. Because I played them at in Saint Laurent, mm-hmm. and that field is small; it's tight, and that favors Green Monster a lot. So I'm surprised actually that on the bigger Heber, uh, legitimate size football field, that Primal didn't have a better show. Uh, but again, they're I'm not sure about Primal. I don't know if they're. I like them a lot. Yes, though. but I don't know if they've played together elsewhere before, or if they're like still building and gelling like together as a team as as the season went along. And they met in what week? That was week three. Week three. That was still early on ish in the season. I wonder if they met up again in the playoffs. If Primal would have uh, a more a deeper understanding of their defense and, and attack certain. Although there are not many weak points, attack certain areas that they saw. Well, if they met in the playoffs. And this became a track meet, then Primal's going to rip them to shreds. Who? Primal. Primal. Oh, if it was a track meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If this was like a, we're going to make this a three possession half per team. That's what what Green Monster does. Yeah. They limit the possessions you have. Very great game management. Patrick Jazzon's one of the smarter football players out there. Yeah. Uh, Kavis Riley, of course, is a guy that we know very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, their roster is very huge in terms of the robust numbers that they have. And they're physically <laughs> huge as well. These yeah. guys are towers on defense, and not just height-wise, but length-wise. Like, these guys are big, yeah, big bricks. bodies. They're, they're big yeah. walls over there, right? Yeah. So, like, David Vlad is a guy to watch out for. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just think now, I mean, going to the final three games for both teams, um, I, I still give it the primal to win this division. What uh, finishing with a record of prediction? I'm gonna go. When you say division, you mean the group? The group, yes. Means I, the I, group. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the group, yes, group, group. Because I'm like, there's warriors, there's Vic in the yeah, box, yeah, no, there's no. killer rays, there's I, blue drive, there's penetrators, seven, red dragons. Seven like, will be enough to get this uh, group. I think that's tough. Um, Primal are playing red dragons, which that will be a track meet. It'll be it's who gets the forty first. Yeah. It'll uh, although red dragons did lose Emil Bolulo for the year. Uh, they're playing Blue Dry, who are n- another team that can put up the points with uh, Fred Junot at quarterback. Yep. Uh, cover three, that's a win for uh, for Primal. Maybe they could go one and two, but they could go two and one as well. So, yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I think they go two and one. I think they get seven. I, I just think that for Green Monster, uh, from the Green position- Monster are going three and zero. Oh. 
Go get the schedule up there. Eagles, <laughs> NPI, Blues, and Team Sexy. Yeah, Blues is not. Uh, team Sexy is not. Uh, team Sexy needs the wins. I think yeah. they're, they're in a serious dogfight for themselves. But uh, Blues, yes, they'll get the win on that yeah. one. And they'll, they'll, it'll be close against no punt intended, but they, I, I think they squeak out another 20 to 18 win type of game. So speaking of no pun intended, them Blues Stormers. Better chance of sneaking into the playoffs. Without looking at the record, I think no punt intended is the the best of of those three. Uh, oh, uh, that does not look promising. The next three games, though. Oh, yikes! So prime times will be tight. So will Green Monster and what could have been. Yeah, no, that, they're, they're losing all three. That's tough. That yeah, is a very tough not, schedule. They're not getting anywhere close playoffs. They're the most talented of the three, though. Uh, then you got Blues, like just Blues, yeah. What legit just blues. blues? No, because yeah. they're blue dry as well. Oh, huh. Uh, they have Brewers, Pocket Rockets, Green Monster, and Wolf. That's Brewers that's get. the easier schedule. Brewers, yeah. they will have a chance to. Oof. They have a chance against. They can go Pocket three and Rocket. one. They could, but will they go three and one? Probably not. No, but let's say two and two. That but, already. Uh, but even at two and two, that puts them at four and six. NPI, maybe they get one to get to four and six. But the way it is right now, you have all those teams with three wins with a few games left in the race. Uh, yeah. Five might be the. Remember, him U's already three and six, right? They got one game left, so yeah. that's catchable. They could jump him U, but. If we're looking at it from the, from the line of uh, the dotted line here, five might be might be the one yeah. that gets in. Like that's you, that's that's high. But that's, that's high, high. But the thing is, that means by the law of average, though, if we're saying five, that means there might be one or two teams at four. But is that enough for them to catch up to those one or two teams that could be at four wins when right. it's all said and done? Yeah. Right. So it's, I like I, I think Blues could have that chance to get in, but they they had the least amount of games played at six, so they have some some track to work right. with. Yeah. If they can win. If they win three, they're in. Yeah. Two could get them in. I think they can win two. Two could get them in. But the question is, Iggy, is that is four wins going to be enough? But how many four-win teams will there be by the time (laughs) the dust settles at that point? Well, look, there's five teams that don't make the playoffs, right? You got two teams that are winless, Ball So Hard U and Cover 3. It's we're not going to do the math, but let's just say unofficially eliminated. Yeah. Then you have the one in six Stormers who are playing Killer Rays. That's going to be one in seven, and they're playing another tough opponent. Let's just say they're they're one they're the third team that's eliminated. You're now looking at no punt intended or and or Blues or primetime. Like the there's there was one game that someone's playing primetime there. Mm-hmm. Primetime's 3 and 3. They they need to be looking behind their backs. Him use 3 and 6 at 9 games played. They only have one more game left. Yeah. They need to win and I'm going to check who they're playing cuz that last game of the season for him you, they need to win. They just come off a loss uh 36 to 7 over Blue Dry. They're playing Team Sexy. Two kind of not I don't want to say similar style of teams but Similar caliber, let's let's put it so that that might be their playoff season right there in a in a tight game. That might that one I see it like a twenty six twenty four game for for I don't know who for either team. Okay, uh, who wins quarterback of the year in this division? Yeah, Guillaume Boulanger of Red Dragons, Justin Goodman of the Penetrators. Their numbers are almost identical. Boulanger at twelve thirty one, Goodman at twelve oh six. Boulanger at thirty five touchdowns, Goodman at thirty three touchdowns. Both have four INTs. Both have been sacked 10 times. Belanger has a 62% passing, 62.3. Goodman at 63.9. This is going down neck and neck here. It's like picking straws at this point, picking hairs, splitting hairs right now. Who can win this quarterback of the year? Would you pick hairs? Splitting hairs. But would you pick them? (laughs) Yeah. 
Like, if I gave you, like, a whole bunch of hairs, would you, like, what qualities would you look for? Would you look for, like, length, softness. color, texture? Texture, yeah. Softness, yeah. yeah. Now, Boulanger has one extra rushing touchdown. Yeah. Goodman has about 60 more rushing yards than him. It's those close. those are somewhat equivalent, right? Like, a drive is 40 yards for a TD. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, in terms of the passing yards, I know it was similar, but uh, Boulanger, like th- it's really tight. 25 difference, yeah, exactly. It's it's really tight. And by the way, they play each other week uh, 12, last game of the year. What, 12? What? Week 12, they play each other. Oh, they play each other. Yeah. Oh, well, then that game might be the deciding point of who wins uh, quarterback of the year because that penetrator defense of in the back line, depending if he's rushing, Nick Fawn, Jared Boydman, even Justin Goodman himself, these are, these are pick machines. They're dudes. Yeah. They're big-time dudes. So Guillaume Boulanger needs to play his protective style of football, not take take the deep shots when they're wide open. Don't force that deep ball. Just take what the defense is giving to you. Play that impressive, developed game that he's that he's evolved into. Uh, and if that's the case, give me to Guillaume Boulanger. But I think your favorite right now, if you had to give me a choice, the slight edge goes to Justin Goodman. So as a whole, Panthers have 15 INTs, uh, three pick sixes, and they have a boatload of PDs. So they're very active when the ball's in the yeah. air. Mm-hmm. Um, so Boulanger's going to have to play a really smart game when they have that uh, rodeo in Week 12 in Laval. Uh, but I, it, it is close. I ooh. You're right. I think it might come down to that last game. If they're if they're neck and neck with similar stats here, it might come down to that one touchdown pass from one of these teams, uh, one of these quarterbacks in the final game yeah. that can put them over the top for the individual award and most importantly for the team win over their opponents. Yeah. So it, it's going to be fascinating, but if you're picking one, who you got? I got Goodman. Yeah, I'm going Goodman. Uh, slight, slight uh, edge to Goodman. Although I just looked, I took a quick look at the Red Dragon schedule. Yeah. They're playing primal offensive game. They're playing Warriors, offensive game, and then playing the Penetrator. So it's possible that Boulanger throws six TDs in each yeah. of those games. So yeah. And he's already has a, the slight edge in touchdown. So could be the slight edge could go to Boulanger. I'll give it a Goodman right now. All right, on to women's. Are we going to hold off for Alice Sobel, who's joining us for women's? Or are we going to do the women's preview? I have yet to hear back yet on confirmation. So okay, let's, so let's let's put the women's on on the on the tarmac and the holding pattern right now. And yeah. once we figure out Sobel, if she's going to be on with us, great. If not, we do have Lamise coming on with us. Do we not? Or is that uh, based off of? It um, was based off. Um, it's so for the viewers, it's a, a surprise call. Oh boy, no uh, surprise, huh? So so the plan here <laughs> is to have Allison Sobel. On air with us. What are you, a fucking James Bond villain telling your plan out loud? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we want to clue in the viewers before. Now that I have you, Bond, here's what I'm doing. <laughs> so we're, we're planning so on Bond. having Allison Sobel, quarterback of Red Nation, playing in uh, women's uh, Division Two. Yeah. this uh, season. Allison Sobel's also the... Uh, Director of Football Operations at the Alouettes of Montreal. So, uh, of course, this week, uh, yesterday, well, Wednesday being International Women's Day, we wanted to have her on air, tell her football story. And uh, Lamise will be a surprise join to the call at the very end. Bucky's joining us, huh? What? Bucky. I don't understand that. That's her new nickname. Why? We call her Buckingham Princess, and she's now known as Bucky. B- Bucky. Yeah, that's her nickname, Bucky. It's like, uh, now you're making me hungry. It's making me think of Bucky Roosters. Yeah. That so expensive. We'll call her Bucky when she comes on Okay. There. 
All right, uh, so we're going to hold yeah. off on the women's coverage yet. We're going to figure out if Alice Sobo will be on. We hope she is on with us, and we can go from there. So in the meantime, let's dive into Division Two. Yeah. Um, so right now for Division Two, what has played out uh, moving forward here, as I scroll back up here, as Iggy's starting to move things around here. My yeah, head. as I'm moving, I'm just shifting things on the yeah, script. Yeah, that's right. Don't shift things when we're trying to do a script here, Iggy. Uh, Iggy. Okay, so... <laughs> You're going to call me Eagle or Iggy? Iggy, whatever you want to call it as here. All right. Uh, Division two, where are we at? Okay, here we go. Uh, so KGP, they're in a, in a real dogfight for that playoff spot right now. Could they jump Party Crashes Blue for that spot? And you think about it right now, Party Crashes play God Skills in 4-5-0. And those two teams are kind of hovering on that, at that dotted line where they, if they were to fall through and KGP were to win, Oh wow! They could jump those teams, so there's like there's like a it's a two horse race right now, but it could be dragged in by God Skills of four five zero at three wins each. That's really interesting. Although, so what's the why are you saying what is this Among Us? What is going on? Shut up! <laughs> yeah, he's trying to screw it up. I know he's trying to do. I know he's trying to do. So, so does KGB play Party Crashers Blue? Is this why you're you're bringing this up? Well, no, because they're they're the two they're the teams right now that are in play for that last playoff spot. They right? are, yes. Uh, KGP has two more games left. Party Crashers have three more games. Right? Left yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, KGP is playing Moretti Crime Family Touch Four Five Zero. Yeah, in the final two games. It lost the awful one uh, to Vengeance, but uh, that is still up in the air. Correct? Without revealing details. Uh, no, that will be a suspension for Vengeance. Uh, I have suspension on my mind. Uh, that will be a forfeit by Vengeance. So is that confirmed yet or no? It, it is confirmed. So KGP yes. does have the win now. Wait, against KGP? Who was it against, though? No, it was against Moretti Crime Family. I apologize. Yes, sorry. So it's making I, sure about okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. There were the, the Vengeance Moretti no. Crime Family was a forfeit. Okay, so they lose a close one to Vengeance by one. Right. Um, they did not play... Party Crash of Blue during this regular season this year. Mm-hmm. So no tiebreaker there. No tiebreaker there. Uh, they've had some close games. They lost by six to God Scales. They lost the tiebreaker to the God Scales. They were coming down to the win-loss with them. They lost by six to Terror Squad. They lost by uh, 11 to Braves 2.0 and lost by one. So they've, they've had four games. That was a swing game. That could have gone easily their way, and we could, t- we could be talking about them being six wins. I played in that Braves 2.0 game. And? I, w- I threw in it, actually. Oh, God. Oh, are you saying you're Division Two quarterback? No, no, I didn't say it. No, I, no, no. I hate you. No, no, no. I just said the game was never in doubt. Did he the, know your name uh, on the Braves? Like, who? Yeah, let's get that guy. Uh, what's the name? <laughs> Mike Piazza knows Mike's my like, name. Hey, yeah. uh, Peace. Uh, no, Iggy. No, no, no. But no, I, think, I think what your point is, if you're KGP, as much as yeah. the results this year are disappointing, one, the progress that you've made, Sands, quarterback, and you know how the games have actually gone have mm-hmm. been competitive. So it's obviously frustrating, but still a good season overall. Is it, though, to their yeah, standards? Because they set the gold standard, though, guys. Yeah. When you think about how many champs, championships they've won. Was fall, five? Cup, spring. Yeah, they had a run of, what, three in a row, four in a row? At, at least four, if not five. Right. But they, if you have Cutler for all your games to go through and play and actually be competitive in all of them, build the chemistry, have the full roster, of the eight games they've played... Swing half of them. Yeah. Three... That's why I think they would have been maybe more tighter in some of the uh, first games too, and everything. Like who knows? Sure, but that's it's. So what if uh, uh, theory at that point, right? So, so can can could they make the leap here? Can they win the next two games and get help to get in the playoffs here? I don't think so. I think with the losses that they've had and the teams that are in front of them, uh, I think it's going to be close. But Moretti's 
just so tricky to, <laughs> to beat. Uh, I think that's a loss. Uh, and then they should have touch foot four five zero, but they've gotten a lot better, Mo, since uh, since, since the early part. Yeah, since the early part of the season, they're not a easy out anymore and a, and a guaranteed victory like they were at the beginning of the season. No, they're not. And I, I think if they're, if, if they're going to catch them, uh, that might be the team to watch out for, 4 5 right? They, mm-hmm. they, they've been up and down with the quarterback play, and, and you never know what Lee being a quarterback. He's had a good run of late. I know PZ's big on him. But sometimes teams can, can figure it out, right? And someone will figure out what Lee does well and what he doesn't do well. Um, moving ahead, but it's gonna be fascinating to see if KGB can make that last second run here, the last yeah. smash and grab for that playoff spot. So, with the five win teams right now in this division, you have Moretti Crime Family, Run It Runs, Urgeos Medic, and Blessed. They're all at five and two at this point here. Um, who was the best of these teams? <laughs> Don't worry. I'm, I'm how did, how did you not say Reactor? What is Reactor? Who was Reactor a, a, a change for? Oh, uh, because you know why? I, I, I saw the question, I, I knew what it was. So I went right to the question on the team page. Jesus Christ. Um, so among the, so the five uh, win teams, yeah, uh, ready, run it, run it once. Yeah, or just my blessed. Yeah, who's the best? Who's the best of the five win teams? Yeah, that's tough. Uh, you caught the run it once blessed game yesterday. I Bl- did. Blessed. Uh, having... He asked me how's the touchdown grab. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> I said, what route did he? Know, did fuck. he? I'm like, what route did, did he score the extra point or the know, touchdown? Fuck. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not watching the game. I'm doing do stats, not, man. What do you mean you're not watching the I'm game? I'm doing stats, man. That's all I give a crap God. about. Uh, <laughs> so you you saw that game. Bless had willpower uh, yeah. at quarterback. Not uh, Stephen Harrisard, who's out uh, for the next few weeks. Um, what do you what well? What did you think of uh of of that Last, battle? No, if it's willpower, then no, they're not going to go far. It was close. Yeah, but well through three ints willpower, yep. so you can't have that happen. Yep. Uh, Medic's been too up and down for my liking this year. Yeah. Uh, very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like they they when they turn it on, they turn it on, but when they just l- become lax, they just don't care and like whatever you know. So can they turn it on for the playoffs? Perhaps. Uh, I, I would put my money on run it once. Yeah. On the health of certain guys. Carl Ashey is on the team. He got right. hurt. Jeff Rosebach came in. Jeff Rosebach making the, the, the uh, game-ending PD to end off the yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Marietta Crab family might have the least of the question marks amongst those five-win uh, teams. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, what's the question mark on Blessed? Well, right now, Harrisaw is going to be back, right? But yes, he's going to be back. When's so he back, though? In time for playoffs. But by the time they get back to playoffs, are they going to have more than five wins? Right, but that's that's the question wasn't who's going to have the most wins by the end of the season. But who's the best team, though? But, well, but at this point, though, they might fall down to maybe six or seven. Yes, but you're equating standings to who's the better team. Who's the best five-one team right now? That's it. That's a, it's a tougher question because if you if you have Stephen Howard Prasad on the blessed roster and you put Will Power at receiver, it's a different story. It is, but that's the team. But right now, I, I go with Moretti Crafton because right I, now they had the least amount of question marks. I, 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 I'm not going to disagree with you on, on that one. Uh, that they have the but, but what's but what's the question mark on blessed? Well, right now, Harrisaw's not there. But let's just say he's not there. If he's not there, then they're in trouble. I don't get your analysis. Maybe P's is right. Maybe you have this '90s like radio analysis. I, I broke this. <laughs> here, I broke the headset again. The headset is uh, screwed up here. <laughs> No, no, don't do that. Screw it up. It was fine. It was fine. Bless, bless could very well be the best team, but right now, it's it's at a point where if it's well powered, then they're in trouble. But we expect Stephen Harper to be back, right? But when's he yes. coming back, though? 
Like in two weeks. Okay, so they're five and four. Okay. Oh, man, the headset screw up. Thanks, Eggs. Yeah, I know. Now, I'm going to have my arm here the whole rest yeah. of the show. If they're five and four, do they drop out of the five spot and end up being either six or seven at that point? Okay. And does that make them the worst? A worst no, but team? they're going to have a tougher matchup then. That means you're matching with the Moretti Crab family then in the first round. Well, depending on, uh, I don't know if well, they were. Whatever any... they have, the, the one through ten. Well, I'm saying that they would have a tougher opening round game than they would have sure. if they were, say, a two seed or three seed. Sure, but that's not the question you're asking. Well, you're asking, asking who's, the... who's the best of the five yeah, wins. So teams. go ahead, pick a team. I picked Maury Crab Family. I'll team. go blessed. Okay. They, 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 I, 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 I'm not disagreeing that Moretti is A, bad, and B, uh, full of question marks. They're not. But with Phil Farah on the team, uh, I think this is the team with Kevin Smoot. I know that's Div 3, sorry. Yeah, Div 3. Um, who's, uh, who else am I thinking? I'm thinking of Rory Kelly, that uh, underrated yeah. underrated talent who picked off. They got a big interception on Jeff Rosenblatt in that, yeah. in that game to get his team back into it. They have those difference makers uh, at, a, at that low cap hit uh, that can make plays to get their, their team back in it if, and that's a big if, if Stephen Harper-Sod's not on top of his game, which is rare. He's going blessed. I'm going Marie Crown family. Okay. How many teams will finish about 500 when it's all said and done? Because right now, if you look at the standings, there's some. Yeah. There's it's, some, it's tight. It is tight, and there are some teams that could very well be. I think there's there could be seven upwards of uh, of 10 of 500 or better if it falls. So I just quickly looked at touch foot four or five O's schedule. They, they would need to win out to be 500. So give me no uh, for them. Uh, God skills. There's just too many games there for me to say. Yeah. Uh, Party Crashers Blue cannot be 500. No. Uh, well, no, that's not true. They they, they can. They would have to win out. Yeah. And if I quickly look at who they play, I know one is Touch Foot, another is God Skills, another is Braves 2.0. Don't think so. Yeah. Uh, so that's another no. Uh, God again. I'll, I'll just say God Skills will be 500. Uh, so that's them. And then the seven that are already there. So uh, I'd say eight. I'm going to go, as Eagle, as Eagle puts the next question for Div 2 here, I'm going to say seven. Um, Braves 2.0 and beyond. So Braves 2.0, Terror Squad, Bless, Urgence Medic, Runner 1, Smarty Crime Family, Vengeance, Venge, obviously all be 500. I think touch touch foot 450, God Scales, and Blue, sorry, Party Crash Blues will all drop. A game, so I don't think all those teams will finish above five hundred, but I think seven will be five hundred, five hundred better, which is okay. incredible. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's well. How many teams again in the division? Twelve, seven of twelve, which is by so it's a little less, over half, fifty six, fifty seven, eight percent. I think you would do the math, Mo. Yeah, yeah, the math guy. Uh, by the way, um, so Kevin Wyeth is is on on an assault towards a touchdown record. Yeah. So, without divulging too much information, the scenario with the Submersion Brothers. Um, and their future right now, if they're not involved, does he break the record for touchdown? Or does he get 70 touchdown passes, what might be at the end of the year? Uh, yes. I I mean, it's Kevin Wyeth, right? I think all, not no shade to the, the Submerging Brothers. They're good football, great football players. But I, I, think, I, I don't think it matters who, who's catching passes as long as the guys have good hands and can run decent passes. Patterns the the ones that Kevin Wyeth are t- he's telling him to run. 
I think he'll make it regardless. Yeah, you have 15 combined. You have Kerouac, James drives out 29 combined. Jesus Christ. Antonio Lanning have five, Kazaka have four. I, I think Wyeth will make a serious run towards. I think with, with two games left, seven, he'll need seven per game. That's a lot, man. It is, but he's been doing it. He's, uh, he's, he's that's at his, seven uh, per game right now. So that's, he's, that's, he's what that's what he's averaging. That's what he's averaging. So, how about this? Does doesn't Michael Kazaka now be the next man up if that's the case? He better be. And I, I, and why not? Why I I don't see any arguments that he can't step up and be a bigger part of the offense. They against running once they should put up point. They should put up points over there. But Matt Bond is on that defense, so he knows Kevin White very well. And they'll play Arjun Smedic. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's, he's got the TD. He's yeah, got it. He's we got we it. went to stop the game uh, uh, in week twelve. They'll be on my field to acknowledge Kevin Wise's seventieth touchdown. I think pass. so. Yeah, you got it. You got to keep the counter on. Yeah, we will yeah. have to keep the counter on as well. Uh, are we uh, confirmation yet here, Eagle? For uh, Al, not uh, so far. Not yet. We'll you got it. You got to message the Scooby Doo, Allison Sable. Okay, so we'll go into Division One then. <laughs> I guess in the meantime, while we wait for. Uh, Alice Sobel, hopefully she'll join us soon or later. Well, we could do women's one. Would you want to do with her, though, because is she's got the inside uh, knowledge, or do you want to do women's one because she's playing women's two? Correct. So we'll go women's one, then. Yeah, we okay, we'll do, do women's one. We can do women's one, and then uh, go to women's two a little later uh, Perfect. So if, we'll do if that needed. Then. So just waiting for uh, confirmation if Alice Sobel will join us uh, today uh, and just talk about what has been International Women's Week and the influences that she's had in her career as a student athlete and as a now part of the Montreal Alouettes uh, director of football operations. Okay, so let's go on to women's one uh, that we have left here. Um, dark horses in this division that could pull off the upset is who? Peas, uh, oh, Iggy. What was the, what, what's the, the, the joke of the day here? Uh Man up peas or man, what? we miss peas. Yeah, man, man up peas. <laughs> man up peas. <laughs> uh, then I don't have blue eyes. I don't make beer, although I drink his beer. Uh, I had one this week, actually. I still had it in my fridge, and I forgot to bring back the bottle here. He's um, not here, so it's all good. Yeah, well, it would have been to leave it here for next week oh, for him right. to pick it up. Yes. Yeah. Um, dark horses in uh, can is vortex? Can we consider them a dark horse? Because right now they're fifth of eleven, so they're kind of smack in the middle of uh, of women's one. Yeah, but if they win it out, they're going to be a top three team. Yeah, but if they win out, but as of today, as the standings indicate to me, and as of a '90s announcement and analysis, they're middle of the tier, so that means they're a middle of the pack team. Therefore, they would be a, an eligible team to be a dark horse team. I think they will use a more of a dark horse team. I don't think they're I, – I would agree that if they would pull off upset, that would be I would be I – would, I would be shocked, though. That's the thing. I, I wouldn't see it as a, a team that I think could do it and therefore it's a dark horse team. I would be very surprised if they, if they did get a playoff uh, victory. I'm going – I'm going to go Vertex. I don't know if they're a dark horse team because they're really good. Uh, or is Bees maybe a dark horse team? No, I don't think so. Why not? They're a top four team right now. Uh huh. Um, this is a team that is led by Sarah Parker, who we yeah. know very well. Uh, they have a pretty dominant 
receiving core that they have, right? You have they do. You have what two or three players now at thirty five plus catches, I think it is at this point of the year. And like the over three hundred yards yeah. and and you look at the quality wins so far this year. They lost to Vortex, beat Fitzquad, okay, fine. Uh they beat UKTR by seven. Uh Montreal U they beat by five, right? They beat Torrance by by twenty five. Lost to Ghosted, lost to Le Bleu badly, and oh. they beat Fleurilis by thirteen. So how many quality wins do we have in there that can make them dark horse candidate like what is a quality one in your mind in that i scenario? mean i i know they didn't have sarah parker against the ghost uh in their loss against ghosted and he lost by six but that's that's even if you don't have your starting quarterback that's that's a game where you sh- with the talented receivers and the talented defenders that they have they shouldn't have lost that game so that that worries me so so they're not a dark horse team then if that worries you that means they're not a dark horse team but no, but that's the thing that like I wouldn't be like super shocked if they did pull off an upset. I, I, I that that's what makes them a dark horse team is that but they're it, capable of it. But if they're a four seed, they're no longer a dark horse team because they're it's, all it's, the opposite side of the ranks. If they're five or below, then yeah, you can see it's a dark horse team, right? Yeah. Because there's there's that theory that okay, top three, top four is your favorites in theory, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, five through six is sort of that in between gray area, and then seven, eight, nine, ten are your underdogs. So I mean, that's why I gave Vortex as as a dark horse, but they're really good. But I'm going Montreal use my dark horse because they can't score points like everyone else does. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was talking about okay, them, right? So yeah, if yeah. they do pull it off, like if they if they start clicking and start peaking at the right time, then yeah, in, in that definition, they're a dark horse team in my books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Am I talking now? Can I hear myself? Hold on. I can hear me now. I can hear you, barely. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll go Montreal U as my dark horse for, for this division moving forward. Okay. I didn't talk about them, but I'll go with stars. <laughs> you could tell. Uh, yes. Uh, at 3-3, three and three, uh, they too have uh, have some hidden firepower uh, at the receiver uh, position. Alexandre Fournier, 90 TDs, 439 yards. And Marousseau eclipsing the 380 pass uh, receiving mark. Uh, the, the distribution of the touchdowns, it's not just one or two players. Uh, you do have the depth that with Gabriel Odi, Adrian Never, uh, they've all contributed between those last two names, eight touchdowns. Uh, Constance Milan subbed for one game, so uh, not a full-timer on the team. Right. Um, but just the depth uh, that they have. They And Adrien Cadare, 25 TDs to 5 INTs. A 5-1 to one touchdown ratio? Yeah, give me that in a playoff game. That's a that's a nice playoff uh, upset. Yeah, I think, I think there will be an upset in the first round of playoffs here. And I think the target range will be some, one of these teams between 3-6. to six. A, a big part, 3-5. to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know four plays versus five here, but I think whoever finishes three or four have a tough out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the quality of women's one is is deep. It's really good. Yes, and uh, brings, up, yeah. brings up to that point. The next question, eggs that you brought up on who you think has been, I guess, underachieving this year, mm-hmm. and that is who. In my mind, that's uh, Fleur de Lis. Why are they underachieving in your mind? I mean, when you have Canada's best quarterback, is she Canada's best quarterback? She's she's definitely amongst. I think Quebec's best quarterback. Quebec's. Yeah. At one point, I was hearing that Vanessa she was. Beery. Yeah, 
Vanessa Beery. Uh, I was in the ranks of uh, hearing her name in the ranks of best in Canada. Was I not? She she definitely is. But I'm yeah. saying that we we can't sample size other provinces. Like Ontario's got a fairly decent quality of quarterbacks and football players outright. Mm-hmm. Um, the other provinces I cannot attest to because again the the great game is growing rapidly, right? Yes, but Quebec true. and Ontario are the yeah. two. Uh, fertile areas, factories, yeah. factories of, of conveyor belt of talent here. So well, let's go. Yes, Vanessa Berry being one of the best quarterbacks in Canada. How about so, that? So that, given those accolades, right? I'm surprised that she hasn't hit in eight games, 24 TDs. That's three touchdowns a game. Yeah, that's not good. That's not Vanessa Berry like no numbers, right? But we don't know if she might have an injury though, right? She might be banged up, and that's why her numbers could be a little bit more. Um, uh, average than normal. I mean, the the thing is, the yards are there. She's just not punching it in. No, that, that's it, right? But or turning the ball over in the red zone, like what is that? Three to one for almost just in between, like three and a half to one TDINT ratio. To me, she's the five to one. She should be at thirty five at least touchdowns. Like that's that's for me underperforming. So just did a quick count here. I think it's five or six games we've scored less than twenty, uh, twenty six points in a game, in a game. Yeah, no, and especially in the women's game, it's super offensive it, and it's fast pace. It's 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 eight plays to score a touchdown more or less. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. What it is. It's just what you need exactly at at most, right? Uh, and and she's the type that can score. And and I I, I saw a driver too. Where it's like, okay, yes, this this is on point. It looks good, but then it kind of short circuits. Yeah. Every every draw, every second drive, every third drive, I I I don't know what it is. I can't really put my finger on it, but that's it's it's just a little disappointed. Yeah, I think I think she like if we do like a, a real breakdown of Beery's stats here on a week by week basis here, right? As we go to her profile page now. Um, which I'll have of my computer, and hopefully there you go. Uh, so, look for Vanessa Beery in terms of her breakdown of stats in the last few weeks here. Right, she's gone thirteen touchdowns, one INT. Yeah. Whereas in the first five weeks of the regular season, did not play in uh, did not play in week one. So the the first four games of her campaign, she had uh, eleven touchdowns and six INTs. So I think. It's starting to turn for her that she's starting to get her rhythm Fair. now. Fair. Where she's only thrown one nineteen the last month or last three weeks since we got back from the bye week of the Super Bowl, yep. which is a plus, right? Yeah. And I think now this is where they want to crescendo, where they're going to be peaking at the right time going towards the playoffs and be a force. And, and if they are going to be a lower seed, that's where it brings up my point of I think this team could definitely knock out a three or four seed, if not a, a higher seed. Oh, they, they, oh, you know what? I, I can't believe I didn't pick them for my, my dark horse, yeah, but they're sure. my second, they're my second, <laughs> uh, uh, candidate for, for a dark horse. Uh, look, they, I, I saw that Vort, that, that game against Vortex where she yeah. threw four touchdowns. Yeah. It was a 25, 24 victory. Uh, but I believe if I uh, recall correctly, she had a chance to win it on, on the last drive and went four and out. Right. Uh, not not four and out, but uh, uh, turned over the ball on on, on downs. I believe right. she crossed the uh, the half with a pass to Catherine Bichet, uh, but was just outside almost the red zone and on uh, third and fourth down, two incomplete passes, uh, unable to get the victory. But yeah, that's that's a team that you're you're right. Just looking at her numbers, seventy 
75% passing, 76% passing completion, and then 60 and hitting over, you know, 120, 136 QBR. She is, you're right, she's heating up at the right moment, and maybe uh, if, if as a number eight seed might do some serious damage in the playoffs. So Al Sobel will join us in, in about five minutes from now. Thank you, Eagle. Um, quarterback of the year would go to if the season were to end today. What if it ends tomorrow? All right, tomorrow. What if it ends the day after? Or the day afterwards. Or, or on Sunday or next week. Well, then there's games in between, right? Yeah. Man, you need a haircut. Of you, cause you're, you're a man of great like prestige when it comes to haircuts, man. I work from home. Eags, <laughs> man. You always maintain your hair, man. Yeah, when I have to show up. Yeah, man. I'm a little disappointed, though. You know, you should, you should, you should trim the sides up, man. I think the top looks nice, though. Nice I'm look. actually presenting in Vegas in about a month, so maybe yeah. I do uh, go for another Well, look. you need at least two more haircuts before Vegas. Mo, where where should he go get his haircut? Come see my guy in RDP if you want. I'm not going to RDP. Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, quarterback of the year. If it ends today, who you got? Uh, is is the obvious answer not Mo Lacasse? Go with Mo Lacasse. I mean, that's my homegirl. Most, most touchdowns, least interceptions. I mean, Patrick Mahomes like Mo Lacasse out there. She can run too. Yeah, she's 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 got this uh, Cirque du Soleil style of throwing motion. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. She's uh, like on the trapeze and or like what? This the throwing motion, right? She can change her arm mechanics. So, are you saying? That, are you trying to say that she has a, the vast? array of different throws yeah. that she can make out there. She can make that some. was one hell of a way to say that, Mo. Yeah. I can't believe she I had to try screw like her arm and make throws that you're like, what the bleep just happened? Right, right. So you're saying the sidearm, she yeah. can do the touch pass, yeah. she could do the the forty bomb. Yeah. She can drill drill it in for the uh the slant. Mm-hmm. That was I'm starting to learn Mo Khan language and my God, that was not easy to translate. Mm-hmm. Corkscrew it, man. Do you have anyone else that's a quarterback of the year candidate that could maybe no uh, no one's touching her now? No, she's she's running away with this. So then why ask the question? I didn't ask the question. He asked the question. No, but you asked the question: Who wins quarterback of the year? But, but no one question. else is going to win I, it. I, so I, no, I did. He asked. I was asking his question to him. That's all I'm asking. So well, wait, you wrote this garbage. He wrote. <laughs> well, questions. I'm I'm, le- I'm giving. I'm opening the door for a secondary. Uh, no one's going to touch the indi- individual. To but, come out here, but who's and you're giving me this garbage answer. I'm not giving you, no, no. You're she's giving me the, the hi- brief, brief description. No, she's get, she has the get, highest catch passing my completion right now, right? She's got. The she does not have the highest passing completion right now. Seventy-five percent. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong player. Yeah, yeah. She no, does. Me. Yes. Okay. She does. This guy. Uh, can we get this guy off the show? Where's, where's my guy Peas? <laughs> Man, we miss Peas. <laughs> Anyway, he's gonna love it. Now he's gonna say it's the best show ever. I know it's gonna be an hour and a half, and you're gonna be oh, that was the best show ever, guys. Best show ever. Best show ever. Great job, guys. Amazing. Okay, all right. Look, she's she's up there for touchdown pass. I think she has the most TV passes. Okay, she does. Least amount of ints thrown this year. Yes, I said the that. Pass yards. Okay, whatever. But the value that she brings in all those key categories is that she's number one or top three, and she should win it hands down. Can't. Emmanuel Bransal make a run at it. She has more more nope. passing yards. Nope. She's sure she's four four TDs less. If she doesn't throw an eye nope. a, an interception for the rest of the year, she doesn't have nope. a chance. Nope. 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 
No. I tried. I, I tried, no. Emmanuel. No. Mo Lacasse is, is the Mahomes of this. No, Patrick Mahomes is Mo Lacasse in the NFL. There you go. You said that uh, very similar statement about Laurence Pombrian being Gronk 2.0. Yeah. Uh, yeah so and then you said, no, 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 no. Gronk, uh, Gronk 2.0 is, is, is Laurence Pombrian. Yeah, exactly. No, this is this is this is uh, Mo Lacasse's award to lose. She's got three yes. more to go. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And. Um, She's clip. She's going at a clip of four touch. She get forty touchdowns, and perhaps three more, one more int. So she's. I'm curious. Uh, what's the record for passing completion in the year? By the way, passing completion. You're talking about like the, the percentage the, points. The percentage. Uh, the percentage. Ooh, let's go check, actually, yeah. record book. Because she's she could break. Uh, is Fred Vien? Is it Fred Vien or is it? Uh, it is Frederick Vien, Winter 2015 Division Four, eighty point three percent. Okay, so it's she's followed five. closely, by the way, by Phil Cutler in last year's winter season, Division One and Two, seventy nine point four percent. Okay, so Whoa. if she goes on on a, on a real high clip here, she could break it. it Does she have enough um, firepower to do it though? Eeks? Like, is there like some mathematical formula that she has to hit? Like, what does she have to do to get that number, though? Does she have to go 100% here? Does she have to go 85%? I mean, that also depends on how many passes she throws. 106. Right. She's thrown. She's very simple. She's completed 120 of 160. Okay. So that means she's going at a clip of about 25 passes per game, give or take? Yeah, but okay. If it's 120 over 160, that means she's at 75%, right? Correct. Yeah. Which means that if she were to go perfect, let's go perfect 100 to make it nice and easy, okay? Yeah. So she goes 40 for 40 for the rest of the year. That puts her at 160 over 200. That's 80%. So she's, oh, she's, it's going to be tough. No, that's hard, yeah. She's, so she's not going to do it. No, no. Yeah. She has three games. And that, no, but no. I'm saying that's going to be very tough, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. She'll, I think she'll give a good run to it. I think she could be second place. She could. For even 79? It's tough, but that's tough. She, she has to hit ninety eight percent. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she has to have one incompletion. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna be joining Allison Sobel in the next uh, coming seconds here. Hopefully, my headset works though. Huh? I sure hope so. I hope so. It is working now because I hear the phone ringing. It is definitely ringing. Yes. yes, it is ringing. And, uh, you know if she's gonna join them with video? We think so. Hey, I Allison. think she is. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Allison. Yes, Allison Sobel's here with us. How you been, Allison, all as well? Good, you? Very well, very well. Wow. I, I do want to point out the fact that apparently no one told Allison she was going to be on tonight's show until 10 minutes ago. So thanks for helping us out here. <laughs> Peace. Peasy said, okay. I, said I spoke ready. to Allison and that she's going to be on with us. So Lies. Oh my so, god! We apologize for that. Okay, <laughs> Allison. No uh, first off, uh, thank you for joining us here on, on Calling the Audible, and, and uh, also congratulations on your role with the Alouettes being director of football ops, and you with being with Red Nation. So, more pressure being the quarterback of Red Nation or being in your position with the Alouettes? Hmm. I'd have to say quarterback. My my teammates put put pressure. <laughs> What kind, of, what kind of pressure yeah. are we talking about here? Like anyone demanding the football in the huddle? Sorry? Anyone demanding the football in the huddle? Like, hey, I'm open, Allison. Just throwing the football. No, no, no. Never. I, my teammates are all very – they want the team to win. Nobody's uh, selfish. I, that's why I love playing with them. 
Uh, Allison, um, we always like to hear uh, football stories. We, I personally don't know too much about you. Uh, how about you share uh, some of the football stories? Uh, how did you get into football? Uh, what, what led you, what motivated you t- towards football, and what has football given you? Uh, kind of give your story. Uh, we we'd obviously want to hear that. Uh, I started in high school. I'd always been into sports, but I played a lot of individual sports when I was younger. Um, primarily tennis was my main sport and I was just like throwing the football in a phys ed class and my uh, phys ed teacher was like oh you should try out for the team like you can throw pretty well so I tried out and made the team but I started off as a safety and defense is not really my forte so after that first year I transitioned to QB and I've been playing QB ever since after high school I played uh, with Vanier and uh, had really three very successful seasons. And then after that, unfortunately, flag wasn't really a thing in university yet. So I just kind of played in the in leagues. There was like two leagues that I played prior to FBF that there were just summer leagues. And then uh, Lemise was the one that kind of brought us in on FPF and was like, we should make a team. So we put a bunch of girls together from Vanier and uh, primarily Vanier. We had a few randos <laughs> from McGill and stuff, but uh and then yeah we've uh, kind of evolved our team in the past i think we've played four or five seasons so far and every year we just keep getting better and better so it's it's fabulous uh so allison when you look at it now um when you're playing quarterback who was your inspiration to be at that position you mentioned you went to phys ed and you teach that you should play quarterback but was there anyone that you look at as being an inspiration for you to play that position I wouldn't really say an inspiration. No, obviously like now in the CFL and NFL, I've always been watching the quarterbacks and those tend to be my favorite players on the team. Uh, Mahomes, namely these days and Lamar Jackson, the kind of uh, triple threats where they, they have their running game and their throwing game have always been really cool for me. Unfortunately in FPF, I'm not allowed to run, but in Vanier, that was kind of one of the big things for me is I had that double threat where I could throw and run and be successful in both. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't say there's anybody in my personal life, but in the professional ranks, that's, those are always people that I've followed and, and like to watch. And Anthony Calvillo in the CFL has, was always huge for me when I was young and now working with him too is pretty cool. So I will say one thing you could do is play co-ed and bring in some ringers who may or may not be CFL players. Right. So then you can run <laughs> one and two, you're going to have some really good targets to throw to. Yeah, for sure. They got to be careful. They can't hurt themselves. Ah, don't worry. The CFLs don't care about contracts afterwards. They cut them right away, you know. That's how it works here. Um, Allison, describe to us, like, huge opportunity now with the Alouettes to be uh, director of football operations. How did this come about for you to get this role? And what does this role entail for you moving forward with this organization? I'm actually manager of football operations. Director is uh, Eric Delorier. Um, But I started off as the administrative assistant with Mario Ciccini. uh, And he kind of took me under his wing from day one he knew that I was really into football and he said give me a year or two and then I'm gonna get you into football operations and last year I started slowly um, during training camp and stuff helping the players out with their their sin numbers bank accounts work permits and all that and then um, this year I officially made the move full-time into operations and now I'm uh, under Danny Machocha, who is really also taking me under his wing. And he's kind of showing me a bit of everything, scouting, 
football ops, coaching, a little bit of everything. So I, it's a great opportunity for me for sure. Wow. Yeah. That's really, uh, really cool. Really awesome. Um, I'm going to bring it back to FPF unless, unless. No, we, we hold off on that. You go back to the FPF. Yeah, yeah. So just in, uh, we were talking about in your huddle. Uh, no one, no one's really asking for the ball. Um, but you do have, uh, and, and she made her name uh, more as a defensive player with all the interceptions and pick sixes that she became famous for in uh, Rachel Valier, obviously. Now she's leading the team with 10 touchdowns, all close to 400 yards on offense. Uh, talk to us a little bit about Rachel uh, Valier, but also then give us a name that uh, we're less familiar with on the offensive side of the ball that we should be uh, talking about more in FPF. Well, Rochelle is great. Honestly, I never got the chance to play with her at Vanier. Um, she was like a few years below me, but now that I got to play with her, it's been great. She's such an athlete. She is like a student of the game as well. She's always looking for, for different plays that'll help out our offense. Um, on defense, she's super aware, obviously, with all her interceptions. Uh, she's just a great team player as well. Again, not a selfish player in any sense. She wants the best for the team. And she's got great hands. She's, like I said, super athletic on on one-on-one catches. She's making probably nine out of ten of those. Um, so she's somebody I can really trust on the field and somebody, obviously, that I go to often. Um, and then for one of our – now our new snapper, uh, mm-hmm. Kia, she's obviously an extreme athlete as well. She's so fast. And, like, some of the catches she pulls out, too, are crazy. Yeah. Um, so she's another huge target, but honestly, all our girls on offense are super versatile and most of our girls can play both ways. I think that's what makes our team a really big threat is that we, like everybody's capable of playing basically every position. So if ever somebody goes down, we're able to quickly switch them out with like, without a beat, you know? By the way, Rochelle is a, is a chess master player as well. Just FYI. I don't know if you know that or not. Is she? Yeah, ask her about that. But we do have a surprise for you, though. Let me. We do have a surprise. The, the Buckingham Princess is here with us. Hey, Hello. Buckingham Prince. Hey. Bucky, what's going on? Uh, Lemise, welcome to the show. So, Allison, we, we brought surprise. her on as a surprise. So, Lemise, go ahead. Uh, hi, guys. First of all, Hello. how are you? Very well, yourself. How great is Allison? She's a great interview, yes. <laughs> are we both in the car? that's great um okay i won't this i won't take up too much of your time i wanted to surprise you come on here and let you know allison how proud we are of you all of us from the red nation squad to our extended family from coach tara coach jay um your sisters carter your parents we are all so proud of you and we love you and keep striving keep going for the moon we're loving the show and yeah that's all look at you oh, thank you i'm gonna cry <laughs> is that <laughs> it cry. is that what you came on you want to ask her a question yourself amise like you can ask her a question too yeah go go for it ask her ask allison a, a question why don't um, you throw me the ball more come on, Bucky. <laughs> come on allison Buck, ask her. You, you can't to... even say anything i'm always asking you to come on offense <laughs> come on bucky ask no. her a question the only question I have is, Elson, how do you think I deal with these guys? I don't know. I'm sorry. We're going to call you Buckingham Princess? Come on, Buck. Yeah. No, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Real question. You. Okay, real question, real question. Tell yeah. us. Um, okay, so growing up, I, I've always watched you always have another goal. So you'd achieve something, and you'd always know your next step. 
What's the next step? That's a big one. The next step, I know there are probably a few steps in between, um, but my biggest goal in the near future, hopefully, is to become a general manager. Okay. All right. It's a big one. But potentially, you know, director of football operations. Take my little steps up, but that's really the big goal for me. I think these guys need to start paying money for talking to you. Like, I don't, I don't understand why. <laughs> well, you know what? Technically speaking, we're, we're supposed to go with Alouette's media to have her on. So we'll pretend she's here for FPF, not for Alouette stuff. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll hear, here from, I'll hear from Charles hey. and, and Francois in, in a few minutes here. Francis will get back with me. Oh, like, yeah. Trust for me. Sure. I'll hear it. I will hear it from these guys if they find out you were on the show. <laughs> trust me. I know. She did, she did name drop FPF, so we'll give, you, we'll give you guys that. You're in the mix. You're in the mix have to cool uh, but before I let you guys go red nation off to a flyer this year uh five and one now i believe or six and one now i lost track i lost track wins five five and one five and one so five and one now uh you guys have built up this team slowly but surely here as allison made the point before how confident are you guys that you guys can make a run and win winter two by late april i think we definitely have a shot um we're definitely in the mix in the i see us in the in the, in the final game a hundred percent. I don't think there's much in our way and, and until we get to that finals game. It's gonna it's gonna be a game of um, of us competing ourselves. That usually ends up being our little downfall is is we beat ourselves. So uh, as long as we keep ourselves in check, which we have been doing for the past few games, uh, we're good. I, I see a set. Yeah, what do you think, I agree. I agree. I think there's not much standing in our way. Like me said, we tend to to be our own worst enemy sometimes. Uh, when things start to not go our way, we kind of like lose grip. But I think just even last game, we were able to face some adversity for the first time in a while. And we we came out on top and two touchdowns within, I think, like two, three minutes. So uh, I think we're, we're able to bounce back a lot faster than we have in the past because we trust each other now and we know how each one of us acts and how we respond to adversity now. Eagle. Uh, last question I have: When are tickets going to go on sale? Because I haven't been able to buy them yet. For Dalouette? Yeah. Oh, they should be on sale now. Took her a minute. She's <laughs> like, "What? I thought I we thought were talking about FPF, guys. What's going on?" Yeah, they're on sale. I'm pretty uh, sure I, they're already on sale. I think once you promote it, that's what she's trying to say. Hey, get your tickets to Alouette.com. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen oh. anything like season tickets uh, are there. But if I want to buy buy a game, yeah. when like when can I do that? Yeah, he wants to use, set, promote the Alouettes and their week one. Yeah, you just. Just head over to the Alouette site, uh, MontrealAlouettes.com, and you can get your tickets there. Tickets for 10 games, 6 games, 1 game, the whole season, whatever you'd please. By the way, I'm pissed at you guys, first of all, okay? <laughs> Here we go. Okay, I, I told these guys off there, okay? This is a good time to hang up. Not, not Red Nation. I'm talking about the Alouettes, uh, Bucky. I'm an angry at you guys. I'm You're always I'll talk to Francis in my thread with him and Joel Alfieri, but... You guys had three Saturday night games during the heart of summer. Canada weekend. Not our choice. Liberty weekend. <laughs> and June 3rd. What's going on with you guys? Rose That's by Saturday. the CFL. But scheduling is crazy. We can't. I know there's it not is. even anybody to blame, you know? I know. Like the, the Sunday night game is totally off track during construction holiday weekend as well. I'm Alex, so screwed. The Buckingham, the Buckingham Prince. Be there. 
Buckingham sa- Prince always wants something to hate. It's it's normal. The sad it's, life yeah. of MoCon here. Huh? It ruins my <laughs> it long weekend. What time or what day it is? You should be there because we're gonna put on. I a have show, to be there because sure. I because I work for TSN, so I have to be there. I'm being paid to be there. Well, <laughs> there you go. Jesus. Wow, and he's uh, complaining. Because <laughs> it ruins my Saturday nights anyway. <laughs> anyway, ladies, thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Uh, great to have you guys on. Congrats, Allison, on your hard work and soon to be harder work as this operations job can take it to even higher lengths. And Bucky, I'll see you on Monday at uh, Hebert? Not Bucky. You're not, not Bucky. Not. No. That's, you, that's what Leo Gervais gave you. The new Buckingham Bucky. Princess. Say the whole thing. <laughs> Buck. Don't worry about that, Buck. Ladies, thanks so much. Thanks uh, for good joining. luck thank uh, with you. Red Nation. And, thank uh, you guys for having us. Bucky made the bold prediction. We'll see you guys for the road show. In the finals. See ya. All right. Peace. See you. See you. Thanks so much, ladies. Bye. 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 Guys. All right. Yeah. Good, I vented good my uh, schedule uh, anger. My God. You had to do that. You had to, like, do your laundry oh, on straight. air. Damn straight I am. <laughs> June, July 1st, Labor Day Saturday, man. Come on. You're killing me here, CFL. Anyway. Uh, Division 1. Yeah. Let's, let's get yeah, back here back into uh, the yeah, thick of things. Uh, so, Bulldogs take out KGB+. Plus. Could they jump up for the final playoff spot? Because now it's become a lot tighter with with pretty much from seats three through through eight in that division. Yeah, so they got the split. If I'm uh, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what? The e they're both two and five. Oh man, I, we need to take a look at who they're they're each playing. Uh, so first off, I have Bulldogs playing Kangaroos. Which again it could be a very depleted roster. Exactly, like not depleted to play, but it could lose two key guys. Yeah, like key players right on the team. This, that, and here's another thing for like the community, right? Is that look at the the impact that this that the altercation is having in we talked about in Division Three, in Division Two, and now in Division One, right? So like the the impact of this, it's it has a huge trickle down effect, and. Like uh, again, the ultimate goal of it is just as don't be dicks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like as as much as like you get, it's hard to say, it's easy to say that here sitting down in the shipping container, uh, you know, at like eight forty five on a Thursday night. It's different when you're in the heat of the moment, but that's part of the game, right? Is to control your emotions, to keep your emotions in check while still being able to manage a football game. And those emotions got out of hand. Uh, we're not going to talk about that again. But like, well, we actually did because it was one of the questions. So that <laughs> you actually talked about that. Oh, did I? Yes, it's okay. It's okay. But yeah. they, it goes back to the KGP plus Bulldogs thing, right? Because the six degrees of separation definitely has an influence on this situation. Right. It, it, exactly. So like, there's uh, my point being that there's this huge trickle down effect. Uh, so Bulldogs playing a depleted uh, or slightly depleted Kangaroos, uh, Braves, and Party Crashers. May- maybe they can get a win in Party Crashers, but. And depend and again, depending maybe their luck uh, drew out for them that uh, kangaroos are are going to be missing some players, so maybe they have a chance at two wins here. So they could go uh, four and six. As for KGP, flag moi sack, all stars double straddle. No, give me give me bulldogs to to come. I think KGP plus can take out flag moi sack and double straddle. Really? Yeah, I think they can get. I think although double straddle would be a kind of a pick'em game. Uh, flag can flag are putting up fifty six points in that game. Can KGB plus put up fifty seven? They can put up fifty six points. Fifty seven for the win. They they can't tie. Yeah, I think they can. 
I think they, they, they have the horsepower to do it. I think they have the artillery. Uh, the attacking armory is definitely there for them. It's just a question of can they close out games here? I mean, you know, Bulldogs, they almost lost to the first go-around in the first end of the back-to-back. Yeah. And they won that, you know, by one or two. But I just think now the way All-Stars are in th- in the playoffs, they, they've officially clinched the playoffs, I believe. Braves are pretty much almost a done deal that they will be in the playoffs here. It's now three seats, three through through eight. Uh-huh. The Ruse, Straddle, Flag, Power to Crashes, KGB Plus, Bulldogs, right? Four points separates these teams here, but but it's very close. And if Kangaroos were to lose to the Braves, they have a doubleheader on Sunday. If they were to lose both games, it opens up the door for, for KGB Plus and Bulldogs to catch up to Kangaroos, right? Who would only have one, one oh, more game after that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like, not to, like, brag, but... It's worked out well that the middle is so diluted because we don't know who is the legit three, four seats right now, right, five. Right. Yep. And if you could just mishmash it every single week here, that I can't wait for how this might end up being, the final uh, uh, painting with these teams in this uh, window of uh, teams. No, I, I, well, they're here. I'll pump your tires. So I think it's a, it, the schedule did exactly what you wanted it to do, yeah. right? Intriguing storylines all the way down to the final games of the regular season where – you don't know where you're going to be positioned, where you're going to be seated, who your matchup is. That's that's that was even though some the upper teams didn't like it. Look what it's producing. It's producing. It, yeah, no one's no one's even close to being eliminated in in this. In, like and we're week nine. Yeah, week nine finished and finished week nine, and we're go- heading into week ten. And remember, we we said change the playoff format. Then the traditional six teams, we did seven. Right, with only one buy. Right, right, right. And right, All-Stars right. almost lost to Flag Moissac. Mm-hmm. So they could have been at 10 points, albeit they still would have controlled the narrative of where they want to be. But it brings up to the next question with double straddle, right? They're at 4-4. Four and four. They're smack dab in the middle of the, of the storm being the four seed. Could they hold on and maintain their top four spot, given, as Jeff Rosebach mentioned before when he was on with us last week, that they've been the lower end, but they've not really taken out the bigger end of teams? Where they have All-Stars left and KGB+. plus. I'm leaning towards double straddle against that KGB plus game. Although it sounded like you're leaning towards KGB plus in that one. I, I lean towards KGB plus, but if, if Jeff Rosebach can get his team to five and five, that is a massive, massive successful season for them. Yep. Five wins. You know? And div one, yeah. And div one. And I don't care what anyone says, oh, it's weighted. No, but that's the whole point of it, though. Like the, the, People don't feel like, realize the NFL is a weighted schedule. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. They're like, oh, yeah. what do you mean? I go, guys. The way it works that if you finish first place... You have a harder schedule. Yeah, but you're, you're playing the first place teams. You're, if you're an AFC team, right? So you're playing the first place teams in the, either the north, south, and, and, and west, and then whatever, right? It's it's how it is. It's supposed to create that parity, which yes. it's done. Like, yep. it's done nearly that, and all sorts of have had their hiccups here. But I think Double Stroud could very well be a, a, a four seed, and they might end up with, in a Flagmore Sack matchup. Or even a party crashes matchup, and I think there's we can't figure out who's going to play who yet. And usually in years past, eggs Div one we knew by week seven who's going to be right in and who's going to have that right. Right. So who is a better matchup for double straddle, flag sack or party crashers? Yeah, and not only that though, right? There's only one. No, that's a question, week. Mo. Well, who's who's a better matchup for double straddle? Well, we can set up next week for you. For <laughs> man, <Fine>. we miss peas. <laughs> I'll give you the answer now if you want. Yeah. You could, yeah. I, I, P's going to listen to the whole show. Though. Yeah, he's supposed to critique us like greatest. <laughs> like, oh, wait, wait, guys, you went one for, no, no. It's got to be 210 or higher. <laughs> you, 
You didn't meet the minimum criteria time. <laughs> criteria. The minimum time. What are you hoping at o'clock for? <laughs> he doesn't want us to sleep. He wants us to suffer. <laughs> like he made me suffer. This guy. <laughs> Eleven o'clock, leaving here. What was the longest show? Like you guys did four hours, no? No, stopped four hours. It was three hours and ten minutes. How no, did you guys no, do no. three hours no, and no, ten no. minutes? No, 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 no. You're gonna find it. Oh, uh, yeah. You think? What? What are you thinking, Eagle? It was three twenty-five. Three forty-five. No yeah. way, dude. That's crazy, man. Uh, we, we can't do that when he comes back. By the way, I'm not it was three thirty fifty-one. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. We're doing that two-hour shows, man. Two two. Three thirty-three fifty-one. Yeah. Two two and a half hours. And then shows. there was three thirty-eight forty-one as well. By the way, <laughs> with who? That was, that's not <laughs> with me, man. No, 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 both me. those shows are pieces of Niggy. Classic, oh, yeah. man, dude. Yeah. Like those were rough. I'm like, man. I'm like the substitute teacher comes in. All right, guys, let's go through the <laughs> syllabus. Let's go. Let's ride. Okay, good. Let's go. Except all the students like don't take you seriously. No, exactly. That's why we, we roll through it like there's no tomorrow. Okay, uh, coed three. Uh, jump into coed three here. Uh, Let's sect. Have they lost all the? <laughs> why, why are you laughing as you ask that question? Because you guys hate less sect. No, no, it's their first win of the season. For God's sakes, less sect. Uh, have they lost the goodwill? Um, well, they're zero four. They started off four and zero, and have yeah. now rattled off four losses in a row. So, so have they? They they built up all this goodwill. They built up all this. Oh, okay. They're they're here. They are. They're they're at the top of the division. They're t- to be taken seriously. Okay, but if they win the but championship, but they won a game, Iggy. Yes. Yeah, but Iggs, if they win the championship, that means <laughs> they're okay. They, they, well, what do you mean? Whoa, well, whoa, I'll whoa. give you an example. Like, We're going to extremes here: winning four in a row, losing four okay, in a row, they, they, losing. It's, the not, it's not that they're losing games, but it's how they're losing games. That right? too. Like, that okay, too. So this is bad. Okay, so when you're saying this is bad, that means you're losing with 18-plus uh, points. They yeah. scored yes. 36 points in the last four games. That's not good. That's where, not good. Where, look at, look at in, in just week two, they put up 30. Put up 32 in week three. Where where did that so confidence where, where, go? Where, is the where did that swagger that's, Okay, so that's that's the same same question that you and I have. Okay, where where have they lacked the dynamism to retain that kind of edge that they had in the first four weeks of the season? So, I mean, I'm going to make sure he threw all of the games, but it has to be from the quarterback position where boy, uh, Rafael Beauchamp-Desbois, who was really excelling at, at, at the beginning of the season, he's well, now 14-19. 14 to 14. That's not a ratio you want to w- have. One to one, where he was at uh, 9, 11. It's not amazing, but 11 to four is is okay. It's It's all right. Now against half and half, and I understand half and half with they have a very tall, rangy, speedy defense uh, with with Jamal Roach and Chris Vero yeah. through six INTs in the one game. So that does skew the sample size. Uh, but and I spoke about this three or four weeks ago in the dead of winter that that snowball, if it starts cre- that doubt starts creeping in and that snowball gets bigger and bigger. It's now March, and that snowball has gotten into like a Frosty the Snowman size uh, well, snowball. Snow but Iggy, melts. the weather is getting yeah, better. So, so will snow melts uh, by March twenty first. Well, there will, as much as we're enjoying the slightly warmer and not as it, uh, intense cold, there will and always is. It's a false hope. There is a one more snowfall uh, coming our way. I hate. To I think it's next week we're getting snowfall. Be the bearer of bad news, but it's and without knowing it. That's just it. Always is the way it is. Oh, you get yeah. more light now with daylight saving time on, on this Sunday. Yeah, by the way, for teams. Uh, so yeah, be careful on Sunday. You're it's spring forward, forward. Yeah, so your forward. six o'clock game in is gonna feel like a seven. O- it's gonna be. Oh, we're getting five to ten on Tuesday. We're getting 
We're getting about uh, 15 to 20. Yeah, so when your body thinks it's 5 o'clock, you actually have a 6 o'clock game. It's not game that bad. Layola. It's only 1 degree, though. It's not even too bad. Anyway, that's for... Anyways, for, yes. anyways Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go going back to Lasect, uh, that it's kind of... I, I mentioned it about a month ago, and it has snowballed, and that snowball is getting bigger and bigger, and there's one more dump uh, coming in March. So Yeah, we always it's do. Not, one, maybe two. It's not looking good. No, it's not. Okay, uh, Bustan, half and half. Will they go 2-2 two two in Week 10? Uh, sorry, 2-0 no in Week 10. <laughs> Bustan, uh, you, I, you always get me hungry on the show. Versus Bucky, Bucky Rooster, and this yeah. chicken, and now uh, Bustan. Uh, look, they're playing Block Party and uh, Sneaky Snakes. I think Jimmy the top and Michael Scott's tots. No, no, no. This and oh, this, this week, week. Yeah, this week. week. We have double this week. Week, week ten, week ten. Uh, so they have a double header. Uh, obviously, the tougher of the two matchups is Sneaky Snakes here. I think they go two and zero. Oh. I think they go uh, improve their record to uh, to seven and one. They Take- did drop two sneaky snakes in week two. I was going to say one uh, by twenty points, though. Is that an indicator or yeah, is that just be a one off? Because other games they've been dominant, right? Yes. But that one game, it they kind of shit the bed. Uh, so it was they're kind of splitting duties at quarterback between Camille Saint Marie and Chris Vero. Um and then that week, I don't know. Do we take? Do we chalk that one up to week one jitters from Camille Saint Maddy? Oh, uh, sure. Just, just you familiar. know, just just the unfamiliarity, just getting back into the grind of things. They even had a week one by, so they their their season was delayed by by one week. Uh, I'll put a lot more stock into this game uh, on Sunday night at a bear than the much more than their week two uh, season opener. And I think they and I think they win it. Okay, so so seven one will they will they be seven wins or will they have eight wins or nine wins? Uh no, they're gonna they're gonna run the table here. They're gonna run the table. They're gonna have a stranglehold on the number one uh, seed okay. in uh, in coed three, uh, which gives them a bye in the first round. Okay, yeah. All right, um, Michael Scott's thoughts: the forfeit will that hurt their playoff chances? It has to, right? I mean, plus, did we see uh, who caused the forfeit? Mr. Mokon? Who caused that? I didn't see. I didn't see Mr. Uh, Fino G. Fazio. Oh, yeah. Everything he touches seems to result in a yes. forfeit. Becomes diarrhea. Uh, uh, yeah, look, uh, they have three more. Look, they have a little bit of runway here. Uh, they have had uh, Fast and Not Furious' threes number in the, in the last matchup. They'd have to do it again. Uh, Zach Alberts Gill was uh, was a menace in, in the first matchup. He'd have to do it again. Uh, it's possible, but a tough a tough out when you have uh, the the athletes that you do on Fast and Furious three. Block Party is a fifty fifty game. That's the one that they're they're gonna have to win because half and half, as we said, uh, they're predicted now to win out the rest of their season. At best, two and one. I don't know one one win. Brings them to three and five. Mm-hmm. Really tough. They'd have to see what uh, Canicule does in their final three games. Uh, two wins also doesn't guarantee them the spot, though. But they got to beat Fast and Furious 3 and Block Party. And that's... I put the odds at like 29%. All right. I thought he was going to ask a question. Looks like he was going to ask a question. I mean, 29% is very specific. But it, it does leave you a 71 for the rest of most percentages you have to allocate. Yeah, which so. is now... You can allocate this disperse it to the next hour or so. Okay, on to five. What, what percentage of you misses peas? Man, do I miss peas? 
Uh, 44. Okay, so that leaves you with uh, 27%. Actually, actually uh, Hot Sauce Sports by 50, so 50%. That leaves us 21% now. Yeah. Man, do I miss peas? Special. Special, guys. It's like uh, Charles Barkley when he does his, I guarantee (laughs) this guy. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, so you clicking at the right time. Ooh, cooking uh, wild uh, chicken wings, huh? Yeah. uh, uh, Cauliflower wings. Cauliflower wings are more of my favorite here. Okay, so I've seen this team play a few times now. Yes, you have. Tell me what's up. Are they for real? I don't think they're for real. I don't think they're for real. So they're light on the Richter scale for the wings. Richter scale? No, they, 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 Scoville. They Scoville. Scoville. Richter. <laughs> um, Freudian slip there. Yeah, Freudian. Uh, what is, no, stop bringing psychology into this. I know what you're doing. Yeah, Piet, Piet brought me wings one time. Who? Uh, from Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, did he? Yeah. From, literally, he went, to, he went down. He brought me wild, Buffalo Wild Wings. We talked about it, right? Um, and, then you told him, I, and then you told him you couldn't eat them? It was before I became a vegetarian. Oh. It was like four or five years ago. Uh, look, I don't. I don't think they're gonna be. Um, a, a, they might. They'll make playoffs, but I don't think they're gonna be devastated in the playoffs here. I think they'll be one and done. Uh, their offense is too like it's too up and down for them for my liking. But you uh, saw the the game against Ice. Yeah, but Ice up was the game that that um, the Marini brothers. Marini, yeah, Marini did not have a good game throwing the football. But you sp- you playing the least speak easy who who are not the same the speak right, easy. Yes. Yeah. So. I don't really look at those two games as being like a true barometer for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they tied Red Knot Skins. Yeah, but who they, they got ripped by the Glory Boys, though, right? I mean, it's just you know, were, like, were they not depleted in the no, in the roster? That they were fully uh, loaded for the Glory Boy game. Um, but here, it's, look, they got Backwoods and Clinkers. Okay, so they should run those guys off. Togo Sandblast is meant to ride these shit. So I think they can end up with three more wins. But I'm not convinced enough that they're a legitimate threat to win the playoffs. I think the quarterback play, like, Framelet's been good as a receiver for them. Yep. Um, the quarterback play from Visaget, he's been okay. He's had his moments here. But I don't know if he's that guy, that dude that's going to change the game for them. Uh, the defense is decent, but I don't think they have enough uh, firepower to make a difference, a severe dent in the playoffs, and be a true legitimate player. He's The thing is, he's uh, maybe it's against bad defenses, but... Uh, like against him, University, 44 points. Against Ice Up, 43 points. Those are dangerous numbers when you're entering a one-game playoff elimination. If you can, and he's capable, when you can put up, the, if he just has that night where he's clicking and he's, he's, he's hitting everything, the deep, the intermediate, the short, that's a tough team to stop. And, and not only tough team to stop, that puts pressure on the opposing offenses where in 5A, or just Div 5 in general, not all the teams are equipped to score on every single drive and and keep up and keep pace. And, and he has that experience where um, that's that's a team for me that like, you don't want to see them in the first round. You That's one you want to avoid. What? <laughs> what? What? I saw you did. What? I saw you did the question. Which one? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, saw, I saw what this idiot did the question. What? Look at his face. Look at his face. I can't see him. He's behind a big ass screen. I don't know what he did. I tried to run Burgundy Mo. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. 
Oh, he's taking off the he's he's taking off the headphones. No, he wants to get Mo canceled. Oh, that came out weird. He wants to cancel Mo here. <laughs> I was like, hey, wait a minute, say no team. <laughs> oh man, that wouldn't have not been good. <laughs> no, I I didn't even see it. I I read it in my head and I didn't yeah. even I didn't even second guess it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, all right, there, idiots. <laughs> Okay, more likely to miss the playoffs, Glory Boys or Le Petit Carat um, going into the final few weeks of the season. Uh, the boys are 1-6 when it came against Buffalo Wild Wings. Le Petit Carat are also 1-5. They have four more games left, though. So could one of them make a run here and get themselves to the playoffs uh, towards the final three weeks of the regular season? So I'll start with Glory Boys. Uh, they're playing the process. Nice. Then they're playing each other. They're playing so that's Le Petit right there, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that will eliminate one of those two teams. Uh, and then have Backwards Football Club, which uh, if they have their full roster, the Glory Boys, that is, I think they, they win that game. So um, give, me, give me like a 2-1 and one record for Glory Boys to put them at 3-6, and six, uh, whereas Le Petit Carat, Rico Riders, who have been... I don't know what to make of Rico Riders. They're four hundred. Uh, four hundred. They're four and four at five hundred. Yeah. Uh, right now, and uh, they look good one week. Look, yeah. Uh, the the next. Uh, anyways, Petsketa then have West Island Boys. Tough. Tip top shape. Also up and down. No, no, no. Up and just it. up and down. How the fuck does this work? What? How is LPC playing nine o'clock on Wednesday at Hebert in week twelve, and then immediately playing at ten ten oh in boy. Laval? Oh boy, we gotta get that corrected, huh? Uh, yep. Yeah, we need to notify this team. Can you email Rob for us, please? I'm not fly, please. <sighs> it's a good thing we saw that now. Hey, good question, there, Iggs. Because we want, we want to. Okay, we will get that corrected. We'll get that yeah. corrected. Okay. Yes. Because I. I was going to make a point of LPC plays Glory Boys in their last game, but Glory Boys actually has another game in the subsequent yeah. week, right? It's so simple. We're gonna they'll have game. to, like, potentially, depending on how those yeah. wins go, wait a week, LPC, that is, to see if they're going to make it or not. Oh, no, no, wait, I, hold on. What are you talking about? It's April 1, right? No, 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 no. No, no, no. He this switched. is LPC Glory Boys. Look. Oh, okay. He sorry, switched. Sorry. Wednesday, 2210 yeah. Laval. Right? right. This okay, is Wednesday, twenty two ten Laval, so, but right before that LPC yeah, we'll plays in Hebert. We'll get that corrected. Yeah. Yeah. So unless you can time travel. Yeah. Uh, we'll <laughs> just flip one of the games from Laval to Hebert vice versa, right? So we'll get that corrected though. Yeah, there's the yeah, there's something with tip top shape though too, where they had a similar thing. Yeah. Which we got corrected, correct? Yes. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um I said, okay, look, we spoke about them last week. Um they had a tough loss to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh they're four and three now on a two game losing streak. Are you betting that they might lose out the rest of the lot of games that they have left? Uh, look, if you're betting that they lose out uh, versus the field, which is just getting at least they'll one be the playoffs. They yeah, yeah, the yeah. Playoffs. The, I, they're 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 a playoff team. It's just it's not it's not an easy schedule, right? They have Dude, the West the Clinkers, Island, man. Yeah, with but not with, uh, with they had Division Five B Bianchi. Tyler Bianchi throwing for them, who's uh, rising the ranks of the FTF world. Um, they have West Island Boys, tough, very tough. Red Knot Skins, tough. Ballers. But just to make sure, just to clarify, they didn't have Darius Sims playing for uh, ISUP. In which game? In the game against uh, Clinkers. Okay. Just wanted to bring that up. Darius Sims is an all-world receiver for them. Yeah. That's why. Yep. So as you're saying, West Island Boys, Red Knot uh, Skins. Red Knot Skins and Ballers. That's a tough schedule. I think that... It's, yeah, it's not easy. I think the game... It's it's tough, but I think the game against Ballers they could probably get a win. But 
That's just Ooh, I don't know, man. Balls are six and one right now. I, I know that. I know that. But it's a game where they're evenly matched, is is what I'm trying to suggest. Whereas these are the, these are must win games, obviously, in order to get a good playoff seed, but they're also previews of potential yes. playoff matchups, right? Yes. So yes, that's exactly. what's interesting for me yes. for these games. Yes, uh, absolutely, and I they're not I, like I don't think they can keep up with West Island boys and the Red Knots. Red Knots skins them too, man. And Matt Kelgen will be the first to say it. They looked so dominant the first three, four weeks. Yeah. And he's not been playing his best football. He's been turning over the ball a lot more than he likes. Uh, a lot more not scoring on as many drives as he as he would like. And it's causing games against, for example, this past week against Glory Boys, who are missing Michael Hyotis, their starting quarterback. That was a tight game and it, where it really shouldn't have been. Yeah. It, was, it was like a one-score game for... Uh, 38 minutes of that game when like it shouldn't have been or at least like 30 minutes of that game where where it sh- really shouldn't have been like Red Skin should have been wiping the floor with them and and credit to Glory Boys their defense really stood tall uh, kept them in the game and Massimo Monitz made the the best of his you know limited quarterback uh, uh, skill set and like just it's, it's it's hard to play that position yeah so to be thrown into the fire like that Glory Boys did an excellent job of staying in the game uh, but all, all to say that that Red Knot skins are a tough matchup for Ice Up, but Matt Kelgen, if he turns it around, it's a really hard game. If he keeps up his play as of late, uh, Ice Up can can get that win. Okay, on to thirty five plus here, Glass are three one and one. In the last five are they favorites to win the, the Legends Division? You're skipping my long. Oh. We'll do that afterwards. Why? We'll go with these one first. Okay. Glads, yeah, they're three, one, and one, and are they the favorite? Yeah, Twin Legends. I, I, I personally think so. Um, my money's on Barracudas. Test. Uh, still, uh, I told him. Oh my god, you saw that? Oh no, you. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> perfect. Uh, they're. Uh, how do I put it? I saw them play uh, in week seven uh, against Rainmakers behind me. Um, they just know how to win close football games. Uh, whether it was the one against Race, Rainmakers, they, they they all of their games. Actually, has that been all of their games? No, they the their week one was uh was a blowout. Sure, they they lost big to Monster by eleven points, but otherwise most of their games, especially as of late, have been really close, and they've come out on the winning end. Um, except for uh, what was it? Oh, it was just a tie, uh, and then Monster Monster seemed. I don't know why I'm saying Monstar because there was a team Monstar. Monstar yeah. Back in the Anyways, Mo- Monster uh, seemed to have their number. Do they play them? They played them one last time. So before the playoffs. So I think that game I'm circling to be like a tune-up game for a potential final or at least uh, a battle in their yeah. playoff run. Uh, I like Gladiators, but Monster seems to have their number. Okay. Uh, so like Ryan Caster, he's back in the groove. What about my question? I will. I'm going to ask the question in okay. two seconds, right? The back of the group I, I at 1-7. I want Pease to, to smile. Uh, he probably won't even bother watching this segment here. Uh, <laughs> the three of the last losses were by seven points or or less. That's not she, what I wrote. What? That's not what I wrote. The three losses, the three losses were combined by seven combi- points. Combined seven so, points. So does that make you a little bit worried about them? And would you rather make pace or make rain? Um, I think... So I was thinking about this. 
it'd be cool to make it rain, I guess. Like when it's really hot, I could make my own pool. Uh, oh, that's what you mean. Y- yeah. What did you mean? The usual definition of make it rain. Yeah, money. Like <laughs> making like another strip club. Oh, I, I thought I, I I I thought you were going for the three pointers, no, like you're making no. it rain from downtown. No. Um, although making pace, if I can make. <laughs> What are you? What are you guys doing there? No, nothing says white like eagle doing making it rain. <laughs> over here, you know? um, if you make someone pace, though, you can make them tired. You can easily like like make their heart <laughs> increase their heartbeat, <laughs> make them tired without thinking about it. I don't know. <laughs> I might want to. This guy's have his own question. Like so, I might want to make you pace. Yeah, it sounds sure. like a punishment. <laughs> sure, we could do a cardio. I'm gonna run. like make you sweat for no reason. Sure, I, I have a car. I have a run. I have a morning run on Saturday. If you want to come. How, how about this? If he paces well enough, you make it rain. Sure. Eagle, are, are you making it pace or making it rain? I'm making it rain. Yeah, I'm making it rain. Okay. Uh, yeah. Please so welcome to the stage, <laughs> luscious lips. Uh, what would be yeah, great Eagles? For that, what would be Eagles? Uh, stage name. Eagle. It's fucking yeah. in the name. No, <laughs> no. It needs to be like some e's, something, uh, a word with the letter e, and then eagle or eagle e. Please welcome to the essential, stage. Essential eagle. No. Engorged. <laughs> Easy on the eyes. Engorged the eagle. Engorged eagles. Please welcome to the stage. Easy on the eyes. Eagle. There you go. That's uh, peas will take offense to that. Yeah. Um, look. I came up with that because Ryan Kastner, if you look at the Rainmakers, you, you'd see finally they got their first win of the season mm-hmm. and that they've been competitive and they've been uh, on the losing end of very close matchups. So they, they've been there toe-to-toe and uh, punch-for-punch with all their opponents. But they've been losing, I think it was by three, by three, and by one if you work your way backwards. Yeah. You're losing on converts at that point. You're not you're not scoring on your convert uh, on your converts, and even in their win with thirty points, right? Or yeah, thirty points, <clears throat> they went zero for five on their converts. Right, that's not a winning recipe come playoff time. So while I think they are as scary of a one in seven team as there could be, um, it, it, I have some pause and reservation and some doubts about their their convert play for for a playoff win. So essentially, come down to converts for them if they have a chance. Because they've been getting better. They, he's really struggled at the beginning, and he, yeah. he's really found his groove. He's found his step into in like in his reads and and, and step into throwing the the ball. But man, if you can't convert, if you go for five in a playoff game, you're losing that game. Of course, you're losing that converts. game. Okay, so Chris Olsen choking as usual, uh, throwing a pick six while up. You said it. Yeah, throwing a pick six while up uh, by seven thirty eight thirty one. Um, they give up the two-point convert. They're down by one. They can't score in the last nine-play drive of the game. So, Chris, I choke Olsen. What do we see him in now as a quarterback? Well, look, he's been having a phenomenal season right now. Uh, is he, I mean, he's been putting up the numbers, so I would, I mean, I'm going to, we're going to check the stats here. Um, but he should be amongst the league leaders in uh, he's third in passing yards right now. He's first in TDs with 38. Uh, has thrown eight interceptions, which puts him only uh, below uh, or uh, yeah uh, uh, below above uh, Francois Lebeau. Um, and 
yeah, he's been having a hell of a season. Uh, so, look, okay, he got into the red zone. He, he still drove the field. It's not like he went four and out right after the, the pick six and the two-point convert was given up. It's not like he went four and out and game was over and waved, right? He still drove his field, uh, uses his legs as well, had a rushing touchdown in this one. Uh, not only exactly, not only does he have the 38 passing TDs, uh, he has two rushing touchdowns already, 174 yards rushing. Uh, you don't think Chris Olsen as a as really a, a, a running quarterback, but has the most rushing yards in uh, in the division. So, uh, whatever, end of season kind of loss here, uh, given one to FPF, but he's having a stellar season. Okay, so he didn't score on one drive. Oh, okay. He'll choke anyway, as always. All right, well, we hope not. Like physically. not not literally, but yes. on the football game. Um, division six. So I'm gonna bring up this question first here. Okay, so Dak to the future. Yes, I knew it. You wanna you wanna go straight for it. Yeah, I wanna go straight to the for for the heart here. Yeah. Dak to the future, are they really good? Or is why so serious that bad? Because Dax won eighty one to two. Oh my god. Eagles, that, is that, that. A record for most points? It uh, has, by it has probably yes. Like let's it, ha- it has to be. So what the bleep has happened to why so serious? We were kinda like, you know, throwing a little bit of roses at them, but now they lose eighty one to two, like why not call the game with like ten minutes to go? Because you're down by so many points. Reps, reps from your backup, your four backup quarterbacks who yeah. threw in this one. I would have waved that. You know what? The, the, the they got Kobe. I'll say the worst part is is that a thing? There's only two pick sixes on the eleven interceptions. I mean, <laughs> two, is, only. <clears throat> I mean, they gave the ball to Justin Gauthier, who had nine touchdown passes in this Dude, one. Dude, that's crazy. 81 to 2. The 81? That's almost reaching the limit of our scoreboard. I was like, yeah, man. We have to go like 0-0 <laughs> zero, zero at that point. That's they, – they Kobe'd them. 80, oh, they put man. up 81. They, they went all Toronto uh, – Kobe Bryant on Toronto on him. Y- you know what it is, though? Obviously, Frank Tioli Colatrello wasn't there for this game, so there's that. This, they would have lost so, hundreds to two then at that so, point. So, like, is this not like <laughs> the best thing that could have happened for Frank? Yeah, he's, <laughs> his value as a quarterback. He's like, well, you see how hard quarterbacking is. Well, and by the five A next year, and it, <laughs> and or it is, it is if hard. he's not there because it's his playbook that he kind of dishes out on the spot. <laughs> no one knows the plays. <laughs> what do we do? Here, here we go. Oh, use man. here. Use this playbook. Uh yeah no look that's that's a tough out like that just I say this like tongue in cheek I guess sometimes it, like I, and like again tongue in cheek but like it takes receivers going taking a snap a few snaps under center to kind of appreciate what goes through a, a quarterback's mind and like yeah. the the stresses and then like what's what's going on when you have the ball in your hand and you the first few times, Mo, you, you'll know guys. It just looks like people are just a blur. Yeah, this is a blur. And people are just running yeah. and you don't know where to look. Yeah. Uh, it's like, they, it looks like uh, downtown Tokyo traffic at a, at a, at a, at a traffic light. Yeah. You know, people going literally X, you know, across. The, and, you know. and, and you know, the plays you call yeah. like, and you still like, you just, you see a blur. So there's at least four more receivers in the <laughs> league now that, uh, that will now, you know, Give a break to Frank uh, Teoli Colatrella, uh, Matthew Tamilia, <laughs> Jean Sebastien Saint Pierre, Robert uh, DLC, and and Josh Curry are all gonna uh, just be like, 
All right. Yeah, I, I know. I know how hard it, it can be. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, that being said, Dak to the Future is is a good team. But that's, points, th- that's that's what happened. No, 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 you don't put up 81 yeah, points. That's, that's really hard. That's really hard. That's that's really hard to do. Uh, more likely to go undefeated in the regular season, Habibis or Bieber Rays. Uh, the Rays and Habibis are now combined 14 and 0. Rays at 6 and 0. Habibis at 8 and 0. Who are you putting money on to be the 10 and 0 team going into the playoffs? I'll do what I've been doing uh, this this uh, what this entire show. It seems like, and I just closed the Habibis uh, page. I'm gonna look at the schedule of both teams. So um, Rays got bananas. Yeah, uh, that's a win. Chooches. So Rays have four games to go, right? So they have a lot more possibilities to lose, let's call it that. Yep. Bananas, Texas Chooches, Dime Squad, and Practice Squad. Uh, Dime Squad and Practice Squad are going to be the ones where they could lose, but they but but they won't lose. No. They won't. Meanwhile, They're going Habibis have Toon Squad and Betway Bandits. But Toon Squad's played better defense of late. Yeah. Yeah. And Betway Bandits, although they lost their last game, they're not a uh, easy out. That that's an offense that can score uh, thirty points. Uh, I've seen it myself. I've and they have a history of doing it. I like uh, Baby Rays' chance to go ten and zero. Yeah, more. I think Rays are gonna go ten and zero. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think I think the Habibis will too, but I just think uh, Killer Rays have the easier. Easier path, more likely path towards a ten and zero season. Habibis can be had on either of those games, but more more so the Betway Bandits. So, if game. one of them goes ten and zero, do they win the championship in your mind? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. All I need to know. No. no, that's all good. No. That's no. all good. No. Uh, X Men crushing Win Diesel. Uh, do you think Win Diesel is behind the Warriors and Team X? Is Team X free agent squad? Yes. Uh, because before uh, X-Men took care of Win Diesel, uh, Win Diesel took care of uh, Free Agent Squad. Eagle, were you there for that game? I was not. I had a baptism for a former FPF Which star I could, You MVP. went to the baptism, right? Of course I was who there. Else was there. Who else was there from the FPF? Just I couldn't me. go. I was supposed to go. I had the provincials. I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. How was it? It was fun. It was good. It was fun, yeah. Excellent. I would have been there. So you two coordinated this spiel <laughs> so you can make it Not seem at all. Like I didn't like know when. Like, I totally forgot. Like, uh, it was that weekend last week. Anyway, yeah. Carry on. Yeah, you don't. You didn't see what I was getting at there. So you're going through these great lengths just to cover up for Eagle not uh, not wanting to go to the field and show up to this game. You're going to great such great lengths. Yeah. My friendship has no bounds. Yeah, he has no. Trust me, with the limits. All right. So as we were saying before. Yes, uh, so X-Men. Um, what, what's the question about them? Um, they crushed Wind Diesel. Yes, I told yeah. you they were bad. Wind Diesel, are, they, are, are we are going to devalue Wind Diesel? In I mean, I already did. I know you did, but do you think they're going to be devalued now after that loss to, to, uh, to X-Men? <sighs> had they had uh, Sabag, Will Sabag at quarterback, uh, and, and the result was this, 32-8, to eight, I would have said yes. Uh, ha- not having him there changes the game completely, right? Like Marcus Lynch, great athlete, can run around, but clearly against a knowledgeable defense, <clears throat> Eagle do better teaching. Um, can't just can't do. We, we had wh- two picks, by the way. Okay, you also lost thirty-two to nothing. Uh, yeah, because that's the uh, defense's fault. 
Yes, that, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying is that you should be a better teacher. Um, yeah, like clearly Marcus Lynch had trouble yeah. moving the ball. Uh, and I don't, again, don't blame him. It's hard. Playing quarterback is hard. Um, so, yeah, I don't put too much stock in this loss. So, I still think they, wait, Warriors. Which Warriors? That's Division, we're talking Division 6. Warriors yeah. are Division 5B. I didn't say Warriors. I didn't do it. In the script, it says Warriors. Oh, I didn't, God damn it, Eagle. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do that. No, it must have been mistaken. My bad, my bad, if I wrote that in there. Uh, are they behind Warriors and Team X? Oh, I didn't put that in there. What do you mean you didn't put that in there? Yes, hey, LaSalle Warriors midget, I oh, think is what he means. Oh, the LaSalle Warriors yeah, yeah, midget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. you're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm confused now, man. I'm just uh, <laughs> at that point in the show where I'm just like, man, we got to like. No, uh, that's that's the two-hour point in the show yeah, uh, no. or the three-hour point in the show, yeah, which no. you don't want to reach. It. Better? No. <laughs> No, I... Uh, Matt! Don't <laughs> um, Yeah, they're... they're st- ah, they beat them, though, and eh? They beat the LaSalle Warriors midget. <sighs> and T-Max. Who's T-Max? Is T-Max just my, like, wild card? Yeah. Which would have been uh, X-Men. So I think they're behind... I think even if you give me Will Sabag in that game, I think it's, like, a 32 to 30 mm-hmm. or a 32 to 28. Uh, win for X Men, so yeah, they're they're behind them, and no, I think they're ahead of uh, the LaSalle Warriors midget. Uh, they took a loss to Baby Rays, uh, and that's one that I thought that they could have over uh, over Baby Rays. So I'll uh, I'll slide in uh, Win Diesel in between those two like a nice sandwich. All right, uh, on to Kawhi two of the four win teams that has been most impressive. Who can t- upset top five team? And there's any matchup that you like in this whole process? Did I did I confuse you with the way no. I wrote it? No, <laughs> I try not to be confused by you. So uh, the four win teams: you have Badgers, Deep Balls, and the IG team, right? So who do you like from that trio? And could they up in the top five of that division? Benchwarmers, Fit Squad, Fireball, Kiss Man Zone, and Flashbang team. All th- you know what? All three of those teams are 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 tough. Um, although I'll 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 eliminate IG team. They're a bit one dimensional uh, for for my liking for for the depth that there is in co-ed two, uh, which brings me to badgers and deep balls. What do you like? What do you, what, what? He changed the script again. Oh, um, yeah, I'm not going, I'm not going to open the script. Um, which brings me to badgers and deep balls. Uh, I played badgers this past week. They're good. That's a good, that's a good underrated team. Like to be four and three mm-hmm. and for Deep balls to be four and three is just a testament of how how deep Coed two is this uh, this season, which is really fun because Coed two even last spring wasn't uh, very challenging, and I think there was maybe only eight teams. Now we're uh, up to fourteen, and and these are very good teams that are close to five hundred. Uh, if I had to pick one, give me Badgers. That offense is very good. That they can score a lot of points. Now, like I've seen. Yes. I've seen the Badgers play a couple of times. Like, yeah. I mean, from where they were fall cup to where they are now, I think it's an imp- improvement. I mean, they do you have more? Uh, they have more FPF uh, armory to work with. You know, Chris Chavez in there. Yeah, I think it helps them a lot. Uh, Cesar Garcia Diaz is a guy that has been re- relied upon quite a bit, and he's much better now for where he's at. 
Um, they, they could make some noise, though. I, I think they have a chance to really be a, a team that could definitely elevate. Like Chris being the thorough for this team is huge for them because they didn't have a proper quarterback in the fall cup. Yep. And now they do, and I think this benefited everyone on this roster. Uh, Jonathan Shea, Omar Chavez. Um, you talk about Cesar Garcia-Diaz as well. And Nestor Fayad. These are guys that have all benefited from Chris's wealth as a quarterback. He's good. Nestor? And, yeah. He's good. Yeah. He's yeah. slippery. He, after the catch, he's really good right so i think now it can really help them chris's ability to win those tight games if he does that they go from being that middle team to being a top five team yep yep uh do fighting tigers have a chance against bench warmers <sighs> there's there's a route there's a game plan where they win out if there was like 10 routes and game styles that uh or what I'm trying to say is like if there's like five, uh, ten paths to victory, um, there's probably one or two of those that that uh, that end up with Fighting Tigers coming out on top, and eight of those coming out with uh, Benchwarmers coming out on top. So it's possible, but very unlikely. Uh, although Benchwarmers they had a tough out, um, or or made it a lot harder to get the victory over Hungry Hippos this past week. So maybe they can squeak out a win, but again, uh, I, I give them eighty twenty odds uh, to or twenty eighty odds to win that game. I'm watching the Eagle on the. Uh, I, Dock. I, I stopped. I, this guy's he's, like, he's on a rampage. He's on a rampage. Like there's no tomorrow. It's like it's like uh, trying to catch. I'm trying like to a, catch him. I'm trying to yeah. catch him up. Trying to catch a hacker, right? It's like a movie. Damn it, this guy. Where's he at now? You know. So it's one of those <laughs> things. Producer Doctor Luke. Yeah, Doctor Luke. This guy. Scott <laughs> <This guy's laughs> Uh, okay, uh, who's been the best female player in, in Kuwait 2 this year? Laurence Pompeyel, we know very well. Maud Lacasse, we know very well. Kelly Lalonde, or Constance Milliard with, uh, with the two INTs. So, of the four names you've listed, who is the best of the bunch? I mean, statistically, it's uh, the slight edge has to go to Laurence Pompeyel. Um, although, it's hard to compare the receiver accolades with, uh, with what Maud Lacasse has been doing. Yeah. Um, Laurence, I believe, is in like the top 15, top 20 in receivers, uh, but definitely number one amongst women. Uh, whereas Maud Lacasse finds herself, uh, roughly in the I want to, if I'll, I'll bring it up right now, but I think in the top five or, or not even, uh, top 10 in the quarterbacks. I think she's top five now, no? In are are, are you thinking touchdowns or passing yards? I think. Touchdowns in TDs actually she's eighth, okay, right now, and in yardage, um, ten fifty one. That's good for seventh. Okay, now she did miss a couple games, uh, right. with that with that injury that she uh, she suffered in the midpoint of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, but an eighty five QBR versus uh, Laurence Pombriens, um, she's twenty third in touchdowns, uh, with six, uh, twenty three receptions. 310 yards uh the 310 yards that's good for uh 10th overall uh so I, I i'd have to give the edge uh to her because the two interceptions from uh although kelly lalonde and uh of kiss my end zone and constance Milad of bench warmers uh have produced two turnovers it's right. just not a not I, if they had four or five uh i i i would put them in in uh, consideration they're on that that b level mm -hmm. uh names but um but Laurence Pombrian for me all right um on to co-ed one 
<coughs> Sorry, I'll have to call you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, there's more. There's more. <laughs> I just hear a little uh, eagle laughing, and I, I just. <laughs> Wait, wait, how do I do the echo effect again? Oh, no, no, no. Don't yeah, do that. I make, I make Iggy go crazy on oh, it. Was no, it number 14? No. I think it's 14. Oh, God. You guys can continue, by the way. Okay, <laughs> no, where do ga- Girl Scouts find themselves in co-ed one? Why? <laughs> no, they're not working yet. Yes. Dark Horse okay. producer Dr. Luke upset specials. Average. Question mark. Oh, it's this one. Is it this one? Can you guys hear it? No? No. Okay. Is it working? No. Okay, so Aww. on to the question. Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's oh, why. Oh, I had to mute it. it. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> this guy, thank God. <laughs> thank God Ramadan's coming up. I don't have to be here for every Thursday. Yeah, where where do girls yeah, where no, where do Girl Scout uh, Girl Scouts find themselves in uh in the landscape here, Mo? What do you think? I don't know because I haven't watched the division as much. Oh I my god! I don't want to come off as uh, as uh, ignorant, but I have not watched the division to to tell you the proper answer to that question. So Girl Scouts looked really good against the the Funny Club on Saturday yeah. night in uh, in Lachine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put up forty five on uh, the Guillaume Belan led uh, Funny Club team. Um, I th- I, th- I believe it's uh, yeah Gabriel Charles Dab Champagne was just a menace on the field. Uh, the connection he had with Emmanuel Bransal, uh, seven touchdown passes on the night, uh, two of those going to uh, Gabriel Charles, um, were just a menace uh, on the football field. Uh, and, of course, the, the I forget if he was playing snapper or not, uh, Julien Prou, always dangerous with his uh, very... Sh- very, he has great body control. Yeah, uh, and is uh, he 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 gets as low to the ground on the dip move than uh, than most players that I see do it. Uh, and it's a killer move that even got uh, uh, I I believe it was J D Chevalier or somebody said that he he got one of those guys to to miss in uh, in in disgust. Um, but yeah, the Girl Scouts. Where do, I think they're right now. They're three and three. They're they're that dark horse team. They're they're that prototypical yeah. uh, team that you don't want to face in uh, in the early rounds of the playoffs. Uh, that can put up the points. Uh, that can turn create turnovers on on defense. Um, they had two interceptions from Marc Andre uh, Valois. Uh, they're just they're a fun team to watch. Honestly, uh, watching Emmanuel Bransard, I was I was very interested in seeing how she would do. In uh, in coed two, mm-hmm. throwing for the first time in in the coed divisions for FPF, and she's killing it, and uh, and it just adds to the depth. Oh, sorry, not coed two. Sorry, coed Co- one. one. Yeah, uh, I was very intrigued, and you know, just to put up seven TDs in any game is not easy. To do it against uh, uh, like defenses with Vincent Morissette, uh JD Chevalier, Sarah Cadmier, uh, Julien Payman uh, out there, that's that's impressive. They're three and three, four games left. Where do they finish the season at? Uh, a win over Ballbusters, a win over Party Mix. Oh, really? Yep. I, I think they have trouble against Free Smoke, make it a loss, and a win over Easy Fun, three, three and one. All right, so the better quarterback is Emmanuel Bransard or Sarah Parker? Good question. That's your question. It is my question. Yeah. Um, you asked yourself a question? Yes. Maybe. Mo asked me my question. Yes, exactly. Um, that's basically the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, who's been better? Uh, Parker's thrown more interceptions 
but one well one more uh but thrown two more touchdown passes has uh, but has the way better way higher completion percentage like we said with mode like throwing for 75 percent what is there more change in the script no, no, no. you're just laughing at me now what there's what finish off the answer please this finish off the answer please. uh we were saying we were uh, praising Maud Lacasse for her seventy-five percent completion percentage. Sarah Parker seventy-four point five in uh, in seven games. Um, give me Sarah Parker in this one as the better quarterback for the two. Although has a losing record right now with the Justice League. Okay, well, Eagles had a lot of fun the script right now. So. I'm not looking at the script because the script is ever changing. Okay, with three games left, party mix. Dude, where do they get the second win? <laughs> Are you sure it's party mix? It's party mix. I know it's party mix. Um, where do they get their second win of the season? Um, as Eagle, you know, if you could uh, tell us who party mix is playing. They're playing just Party League. mix are playing. Hold on. It's coming the up. Justice I had the uh, quarterback stuff up. They are playing Justice League. Then they are playing Girl Scouts. And then they are playing Ball Busters. I think they get one win... Their second busters. win against Ball Busters. Ball busters. And, and you know what? I'm not even sure about that. I'm I'm not convinced. Why? Uh, they, uh, for two reasons. Uh, they haven't shown me that they can, they're capable of scoring. Uh, only twice this season did they... Uh, the first one was a forfeit. So only twice this season did they score more than 30 points. They've put up usually 20, 13, 12 uh 21 so scoring two to three touchdowns a game uh against Carm Poliche is not going to be enough you're going to need at least four touchdowns with a couple converts in there which they're not producing right now and ball busters are not as bad as of a team as their record indicates like I've uh, mentioned in the past uh so for these two reasons that's not a guaranteed win like you you think you said right away you said it's a win no it's the it, it's Potentially their win, mm-hmm. but not a guarantee. On to Division Four. Uh, Hot Sauce Sports, they're back in action with our boy PZ. Man, do we miss PZ? Uh, this team. Yeah. The, uh, are they in the best position to win the division over LBB and Nomads? Because all three teams are separated by one point right now, but HSS has played the least amount of games and control the narrative going towards the final four or three weeks of the regular season with four games left. Uh, they do. I I think uh, the only thing is that Nomads beat them already. So they in a in a tiebreaker scenario, um, right? Yeah, twenty six to twenty five. Um, now Le Bleu Branlard losing yesterday uh, after uh, Piloto uh, took off on a run while on the last play of the game when he was inside the red zone. Yeah. Uh, lost them that game against Martinez Le Flag or. At least the the best they could do was tie the game if they had uh, converted on their two point convert after a touchdown. Um, but anyways, they come away with a loss, so that that loss um, is why Hot Sauce Sports. You're even asking the question uh, that they're that they are in a position to to win this division. Well, if they're, they win out, yes, they win the division. And and look, that's it. Let's break it down, right? So they have top G's. That's a win. Yeah. Uh, Bandits win. should be a win. Yeah, that will be a win. LBB, that's you know what LBB. I don't, I didn't understand this team. Uh, was good-ish in the Fall Cup of 2020, 
two, not even last year. They were not good last winter. Uh, they look good. They 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 brought on some athletes uh, and some returning players that haven't played in a while. Yeah, uh, they're good now. That that was that was a very good team that really put up a strong fight against Marcinelle Le Flag. That's a, that's a that's a coin toss for me. Uh, Hot Sauce Sports versus um, versus Le Bleu Branla and and the last game of the season. Eagle, thanks for changing. Baby Magic. No, because I'm also looking uh, at yeah, Baby uh, Magic. They they they'll, they'll, they'll be Baby Magic. Maybe I'll that's, be the tough game. That's them. not a guaranteed win, but Baby I Magic's do. But but I do think they they beat them. Remember, they they also come not playing in three weeks, right? So they'll have a little bit of rest coming out. They, of the, they played yesterday. No men's have uh, Baby Magic oh, and yeah, Bandits so too. I'm talking about uh, Hot Sauce Sports. Okay, I'm talking about Baby Magic. No, Hot Sauce Sports. Yeah, Baby Magic played. But I'm saying hot sauce have not played since February 20th, so it'll be three weeks, right? So that's yep. a long time between games. But you know, PZ, oh, rest now. We're not rest. Wow, uh, he's coming off rested from Hawaii, yeah. uh, eating natural bananas, picked, pineapples, and primed right off and pricked yeah. right off the tree. Yeah, exactly. Do you think Nomads gets a win against LBM or Bandits? No, no. Nomads. No. Yeah, you mean Bebe? Oh, LBM. Oh, LBM. No, Bebe, Bebe no. Magic. No, they'll 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 beat them. And no, then, they'll lose to Baby Magic for me. I think they beat the Baby Magic. Okay. And Bandits, they win. Yes, they win Bandits, yeah. So that keeps them somewhat ahead of Hot Sauce because of the tiebreak. Because of the right? tiebreak, yeah. yeah. <coughs> well, it, that's it, right? If they win out, they're in decent position. Alonzo La Hot Sauce loses the game or two along the way. But I think it's going to be fast, it's fascinating to see this play out, though. I think for, for PZ. This could be a chance for him to really put himself in that echelon. Like, if you go in this division here and then yep. be in that contention, maybe we lose him for the road and show. And again, by division, you mean group. Yeah, exactly. So the big game next week is wide open bar against Martin and Le Flag. Ooh. Um, who has more to lose in this game and the keys to this game? Because they'll play next Wednesday. So by the time we get back into uh, the show, the game will be done. And there's a lot on the line for these two teams. Well, a lot, a lot more for Bebe Magic, right? They're two and five no, now. No, Martin and Le Flag. Oh, sorry, what, what Jesus, I'm still. So, ma- yeah, Martin and Le Flag play wide so open bar, and then wide open bar has a game against Team Ethnic to wrap up their season. They would need to at least, if they lose to Martin and Le Flag, win that game in order to uh, prevent any type of like leapfroggy aspects. That being said, Martin and Le Flag, after playing Wob have Les Jet Plains and Cunning Stunts left on their schedule. So there's two games mm. which are very winnable in order for them to then catch up. Well, is that game against Cunning Stunts winnable, Mo? It's, it's, yeah, I think it's so. It's winnable, but it's... Yeah, Cunning Stunts are, you know, it depends which one you get. Um, with or without jerseys? Yeah, well, they have jerseys now. That, that's that's With or without jerseys? Yeah, they resolve that, I hope. But uh, I, I think Wide Open Bar has more to lose because... This is a team I'm really high on for wide open bar. Yeah. And I think they have a chance to make a deep run. Mm. Uh, the defense is really good. I like them a lot in terms of how they built up the defense here. I just wonder for the roster perspective because there's always been there's always a guy down there go, hey, look, guy's coming halftime, a guy's coming before halftime. Yeah. So can it be full roster? If they're full roster, they're very tough to beat. But if there's six guys, I don't know. They have more to lose in that sense than than mm-hmm. uh, Martin Leflag. Uh, how so? Wait, wait, wait what? They have, they, they have more to lose because of a, a low if roster? roster. I think they can beat this team, but if they if they have a partial roster of not being yes, a full I, I get roster, that. then they, they lose that game. That means it's for me. That's more to, for them to lose. They can't have a f- proper roster out there and lose that game. Right, but you're. I think the question was like, who has more to lose in the game? Yeah, and if they're not, a you're full telling roster, me how they lose. 
or if like they're not full roster, yes. they will lose this game. I, I understand that, but who has more to lose in the yeah. game? Yeah, I think White Open Bar has more to lose because because they're in the in the like the in the number one exactly. slot in the group. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have Team Ethnic at the end of the year, which they should rump yeah. over. So are they by field actually? No, they're not. They're on field two. All right, last question of the night. Do you give Bissette a chance to jump the Bruins for the group title? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, we don't know which is. Here's a question for you: mm-hmm. Is Gab Wiseman the Lamar Jackson of the division in terms that nobody wants him? Yep, <clears throat> that he's a great talent, and but he's not putting himself at and for obvious reasons, uh, putting he's putting himself and his injury. Whatever it is, golf or a tennis elbow, uh, he's putting that above uh, the team, and right, rightfully so. We're a recreational league, um, but uh, but no one else kind of wants him. I, I don't know, I don't know who wouldn't want Gab Weisman, but I, I would also imagine he's his own agent because he is a real estate agent in real he life. Is a real right. He agent, would represent which himself. Is his, uh, Do, yes, which he you know earns money from, um, just like an NFL player does, Mo. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so like, we know Gab is banged up. So uh, which yeah, which quarterback do we get, right? Chris Reddle or or no, look, I mean, the Bruins are a team that has done really well with Gab at quarterback. Um, I think Gab has a good connection with, with Rock Cristiano and Justin Kellixt. But if he's banged up, you can't go with the quarterback that's not especially if an elbow problem. That's that's part of your throwing motion, man. Yeah, yeah. You and not and not to get too medical on anyone, but you don't want to permanently mess it up and, yeah, and have yeah. issues down the road. So yeah. I don't blame him, man. Like no, he, me neither. You know, I don't blame him at all. But, but you know, in the case that we're in right now, for where we're at with the Bruins, yeah, I think uh, Bissett has has a chance to fend them off to get the number one spot in their group. So he has been throwing in the in the last uh, three games, February fifth, twentieth, and twenty sixth, and they play each other this week in St. Lamar. Field one, huh? Eh? Yeah, field that's one. my field. Yeah, that's your field. Might have to flip it. Why? I might come there. No, send you to St. Lamar. I'm sending you to field two then. Perfect. Field one it is. <laughs> uh yeah, look. Uh that's going to be uh, it's actually going to be a really really good game. Uh It's going to it's going to come down to who can get the first two if someone can get three stops on defense, yeah. which is a lot. Uh the first to three uh wins it and if each team has two defensive stops, yeah. It'll come down to converts. I think Bissett has a size to win the inside matchups. Bruins are a big team, too. They're a big team, too. But Bissett has that, that size matchup that I like. Um, there's a bit of thickness to this team that yeah. they can win those you know, those five-yard hook routes, those five, ten-yard box ins. out. Yeah. yeah, that's where I think it's going to be one between these teams here. Is mm-hmm. that Not, not the, the glory of the deep ball for 40 bomb, but the inside routes that's going to win the, for these games here. And I think... Bissett has a chance to really make a become the pole leader going towards the final two games of the regular season. If they have the size, though, do they have the speed to contain and deflag Rocco Cristiano? Uh, that's gonna be tough. Like that. That's something I'm not sure if they're familiar with. Yeah. So if they are, then okay, we'll see what the plan is. But that's gonna be a fascinating game that we'll see yeah. Monday at Saint Laurent. Very much so. It is now time for how much do I miss peas? Man, do we miss peas? It's a lot. Best show. 
Pete's going to say it's the best show ever. Best show ever, guys. We're going to go games of the week, and we're going to go in the same order we went through the show today. We're going to start in Division 3. Alpha Dogs. Ligro Cook. Uh, the Cox. Yep. Cox. Time Blackouts. KGP Ra. Uh, KGP Ra. Uh, Blackouts. Stoics. Greendale Human Beings. Uh, GHP. Uh, Greendale. Preach. Lima Lud. Uh, I'm going to go... It's uh, Will Power throwing again. Give me Preach. Alpha Dogs. KGP Raw. KGP Raw. Go Alpha Dogs with that. Arush, the infantry. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Arush. Arush because of the situation we have. Right. Uh, yeah, Arush. Infraz, bien fourni, easy W. I'm going to go uh, easy W. Hey, that's my field again. I'll go easy W. Silent Ticklers, Junkyard Dogs. I'm going to go Ticklers. Good game. Silent Ticklers. Beer Belly Brigade, Air Force One. Beer Belly. Uh, BBB. Free Smoke One, Green Munches. Green Munches. Yeah, give me Green Munch. LGC, Speed Academy. Speed Academy. Uh, LGC. Oh, LGC, sorry. LGC. LGC. Yeah. And Mongoose, Blues Clues. Uh, Mongoose, because the situation we have. Yeah, Mongoose. All right, we're going to go 5B, Killer Rays, Primetime. Rays. Rays. Vic in a box, Stormers. Vic. Vic. Team Sexy, Vic in a box. Vic. Vic. Pocket Rockets, Stormers. Stormers. Uh, Pocket Rockets. Red Dragons, Primal. Dragons. Uh, Primal. No puns intended, Primetime. Uh, Primetime. Primetime. What could have been the Penetrators. Uh, Penetrators. Can't pick it. And Brewers, Blues. Uh, Brewers. Uh, Blues. Women's Division One. No, this is just Division Two. Wow, my bad. Got skills, blessed. Uh, I'm gonna go blessed. Blessed. Run it once. Urzans medic. Run it once. Run it once. KGP Moretti crime family. Uh, Moretti. MCF. Killer bees. Run it once. Run it once. Run it once. Braves 2.0. Party crashers blue. Uh, Braves 2.0. Now Women's Division One. Moriel U. Vortex. Vortex. Vtex. Fleur de lis. Ghosted. Uh, I'm gonna go Fleur. Fleur. Stars, Bleu Pou. Uh, Bleu Pou. Bleu Pou. Fit Squad, Montreal U. Uh, Fit Squad. Uh, Montreal U. And Brut, Fit Squad. Brut. Brut. Win, win, bl- bl- women's Division 2, <laughs> Les Ibu, VC Cubs. Uh, VC Cubs. I'll go Les Ibu. Green Killers, Steelers. Killers. Steelers. Wildcats, Red Nation. Red Nation. I'll go Red Nation, but it's close. Link Set, Wolfpack. Wolfpack. I'll go Link Set. Lelou, Cavaliers. 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 VC Cubs, Dream Killers. Cubs. Cubs. Carababes, Red Nation. Great game, Nation. Yeah. Ooh, I'll go Carababes. And Link Set, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. That's also a good game. I will go Link Set 2 0. All right, Division 1, Braves, Kangaroos. Yeah, it might have a big impact on the yep. body count. Go yep. Braves. I'll go Braves too. Flagball sack, KGP plus. K- KGP. Uh, Flagball sack, 56 All points. Stars, double straddle. All Stars. All Stars. And Kangaroos, Bulldogs. This game should be off the board again with the roster. Yeah. Um, go Kangaroos. Yeah, it's, uh, this should be off the board. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Off the board. Yeah. All right, we're going to go Division Coed 3. Blocked party, half and half. Bustan. Uh, half and half. You always throw me off with Bustan. Michael Scott's Tots, Fast Not Furious 3. 
Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, FNF three. Half and half, Sneaky Snakes. Half and half. We're gonna go five A Clinkers Him University. Him University. Uh, Clinkers, depending on the QB. All right, Buffalo Wild Wings Backwoods Football Club. Backwoods. No, B W W. And then Buffalo Wild Wings Clinkers. Clinkers. Uh, Wild Wings. Rico Riders Les Petites Carottes. Riders. I'll go Rico Riders. Ballers No Friend Zone. Uh, ballers. Oof, can't pick it. Thanks, Mo. Glory Boys The Process. Uh, process. I'll go the. I'll go Glory Boys. And then the process, no friend zone. Uh, process. Can't pick it. Thanks, Mo. Lipsis Carrot, West Island Boys. West Island Boys. Uh, West Island Boys. Practice Squad 5, Le Speakeasy. Practice Squad. PS5. <laughs> nice. Uh, 35 plus, Monster Rainmakers. Rainmakers. I'll go Monster. And Pacemakers, Gladiator. Glads. Glads. Division 6, Wind Diesel Pigeons. Diesel. Win, win, win. Betway Bandits, don't blink. Betway. Betway. Dime Squad, Bananas. Dime Squad. Dime Squad. Practice Squad, Schwick. Six. Jesus. LaSalle. LaSalle Warriors, Midget. LaSalle. Don't blink, Dime Squad. Dime Squad. Dime Squad. Baby Rays, Bananas. Rays. Baby. Mountain Dew Babies, FA Squad. FA Squad. Uh, no, Mountain Dew Babies. Dewey Molasses, LaSalle Warriors, LaSalle. Midget. LaSalle. The Royals, Demons. Demons. Royals. Texas Chooches, Pigeons. Pigeon. Toon Squad, Towers FT. Toon Squad. I'll go Toon Squad 2. Why So Serious, Gru's Crew. Gru's Crew. Gru's. Fiddlers, MTL Red Blacks. Red Blacks. Fiddlers. Threat Level Midnight, Trailer Park Boys. Uh, trailer Park. <laughs> trailer Park Boys. Wild Hogs, Sea Town Spice. Sea Town Spice. Wild Hogs. Dak to the Future, Jip Rock State University. Dak. Dak. Maccabees, No Fly Zone. Maccabees. Maca. Coed Division 2, Fighting Tigers, Benchwarmers. Uh, Tigers. Uh, Benchwarmers. Badgers, the IG team. Badgers. Uh, Badgers. Fit Squad, Deep Balls. Fit Squad. Fits. I'll, give me Deep Balls. Flamingos, Flashbang team. Flamingos. Uh, flashbang. Block Party, Hungry Hippos. Hippos. Uh, hippos. Uh, team Rocket, Badgers. 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 Co-ed Division 1, Easy Fun, Power Rangers. Rangers. Power Rangers. Ballbusters, Liebler. Uh, Ballbusters. Lipsit fuck. Uh, the Funny Club. LPP. LPP. Free Smoke. Kiss My Outlaws. Outlaws. I'll go Kiss My Outlaws. Fast Not Furious. Northern Braves. Braves. Uh, Northern Braves. The Justice League. Lipsit fuck. LPP. I'll go LPP. And Girl Scouts. Ballbusters. Busters. I'll go Girl Scouts. All right, and our last division, Division Four, Voodoo Vultures. Uh, voodoo. Uh, vultures. Vultures. Like. Vultures. Nomad Libibi Magic. Nomads. LB LBM. Golden Eagles, still CRA. CRA. Golden Eagles, new QB. Ludznar, Trap Stars. Stars. Uh, Ludznar. Diamond Bougie, Ludznar. Dimes. Dime. Ball don't lie, balls deep. Balls deep. Ball don't lie. Hot Sauce Sports, Top G's. Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce by 50. Besset et Pot Bruins. Bru uh, Besset. Besset. And Martin et Le Flag, Wide Open Bar. Wide Open Bar. I'll go, yeah, Wide Open Bar. Hey, check it. All right. Man, do I miss peas. Man, do I miss peas. He's back next week. Hey, He's back. Yeah. I'm actually gone. I, I got a fast coming up, man. I'm not so you can do both two things at once. 
Yeah, it's tough, though, because the clock's moving up an hour, right? So it's another hour of fasting. It's a little tough. Well, I'll see how I feel. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, though, because we're going to the final five, six weeks of the regular season. Anyway. Um, yeah, Peace is back. I'm back. Eagle will be back next week. Uh, Iggy will be off. Magic words, please. I don't do that. Good night, Jim Beheim. Good night, Fred Van, Van Fleet. 30K. Thank you.